This is the Hijinks and Sue's Wrestling Podcast. You're joining us on another Shotgun Saturday morning in the great state of Texas, located live in the Library of Awesomeness. I'm your host with the most, Blue Coyote, and I'm joined, as always, with my tag team partner for life, motherfuckers, Bobby E. Morning, Bob. Ugh, don't call me that. I, I wouldn't call you that except for the, the voice. Yeah. It was just the voice. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me back that up. <laughs> Bobby, how's it going today, man? Uh, it's good. I'm wide awake, rock hard. <laughs> uh, Pixar didn't happen. Put that up on your Instagram. Yeah, and I'll never see it. <laughs> I don't know how to use Instagram. Or Twitter. You use Twitter all the time. You don't remember it, but you do. Uh, Always see Bobby E liked. Bobby. Oh, I can like. I mean, that's easy. You just tap the heart. <laughs> <laughs> tap the heart. Where's the dislike button? I think I would use that much more. There isn't one. Well, there needs to be. If you dislike something, you pretty much got to open your mouth and say something about it. Yeah. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. Well, uh, we are back again. This is probably our third week in a row of doing a pay-per-view, but these seem to be working because we're just kind of watching something that relaxes us a little more. Um, I'm not saying topics will go away, but uh, I'm kind of liking this, and if we do a topic, we, uh, we'll probably do the topic while we watch a related pay-per-view. Um... I know that coming up soon, I want to jump back into the HEWP Federation and have some more fantasy matches. We'll take the, uh, I'll post the winners again so you'll know who they are. Um, if you want to check it out before I post it, you can always look in the Library of Awesomeness in the uh, fantasy booking episode. And we will take our winners from there and move them on in some storylines and have them face some other people. Um... Speaking of that episode, we discussed one of the greatest tag teams of all time, the Road Warriors, and they were on uh, this past week on Dark Side of Wrestling. We're going to get into that. We're going to talk about uh, some questions. I think we have some topics or, or at least uh, wanting more of a discussion on something, not just a question. Uh, but jumping right into our pay-per-view this week, we are taking a look at the inaugural Elimination Chamber. Coming to us from 2002 at the MSG in the city that was so nice they named it twice, New York, New York. Ooh. Survivor Series 2002. This was also the return match of one heartbreak man, <laughs> Michael Sean Hickenbottom. So... Are you ready for this one? Sure. We're going to check it out? Cool. Um, you got your crickets ready? Because I'm going to give some stats. This episode came on Sunday, November 17th, 2002 in New York, New York, Madison Square Garden. It featured superstars from both the Raw and SmackDown brand. There were approximately 17,930 people in attendance. The pay-per-view before this was Rebellion. The one after was Armageddon. And without... 
further idea. Oh, we're starting. I dozed off. Did you? Wake up, buddy. Wake up. I got your peppers, and I got your dog dicks, and I got you some manzanilla olives. Manzanilla. All right. You want to give us a countdown? No. Good enough. Jacket! So we're still in the same era we were in last week. We've got the same intro, showing off the different product and the globe and... Attitude Entertainment. WW. Brock Lesnar taking on The Undertaker in Hell in a Cell. He can take on these nuts. Got it! The Big Slope. Hey, if there's any pay-per-views y'all want us to sit through, right in. That's a good idea. I'll shit on it. I know that um, we did have a suggestion for a match, or a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it well, the match itself was... If I remember correctly, it was the uh, Kofi Kingston. Somebody else was in it. They did some stuff. There was things. Uh, basically, it was a WrestleMania match, and it was one I knew you had watched recently. But I, it was one of those recent pay, uh, WrestleManias, so I didn't feel like doing a seven-hour show. No, I think they wanted to see if we could do that. I would be slobbering drunk. I would be, too. As my buddy, good old JR, says, it would be a slobber knocker. <laughs> I would end the match asleep on the floor. Man, this sandwich is good. You want a bite? No. I'm good. It'd be in a sausage. Yeah, I know. Miracle Whip. Mm. I didn't yeah. know if you like pepperoncini, so I do. It's good. Hey, did you say you had a, a recipe this week? Do you want to hold off on that? No, I can give it. I can give it. Okay, what you got? It, it's, you know, since we're moving up in the Irish community, I figured I'd give a a good old-fashioned Irish recipe. All right, well, so you know, our numbers have gone to 5% in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. And we've also got the UK joining us, so one of those awesome Irish people... Uh-huh. Probably recommend it to their friends over in like Scotland or Wales or whatever. I'm I don't know. giving them a recipe. I know. I'm just saying. I was letting our fans know that our numbers are growing. Yeah. And, so and we picked up the UK, so we're in like seven places across the world now. All right. Well, I don't know a recipe from the UK. I'll get to them next week. Cool. So for the Irish, what you do? You take two cans of Guinness. Uh huh. You put it in a deep, deep bowl. You know, just pour it in there. Yeah. And then you go outside in your front yard, dig up a potato. Okay. Don't wash it, nothing. Just Uh put it straight into the Guinness. Uh Uh-huh. Leave it in your fridge overnight. All right, time out. Is this a fucking joke where you're, like, leading up to be, like, fuck the Irish because it's going to piss me off and I'm going to turn this table? Because, I, I, one, I'm Irish. Two, I love recipes. Three, I love Guinness. Four, I love potatoes. This is a real recipe. Okay, I'm, I'm with you. Let's move moving on. So we put the dirty potato in the bowl with the two cans of Guinness. We're going to leave it in the fridge overnight? Yes. Okay, go on. And then the next morning, 
You take the potato uh-huh. out of the Guinness. Yeah. Drink the Guinness real quick. Just chug it. Okay. Take the potato. Uh-huh. Walk to your neighbor's house. Yeah. Smash him in the face with it. <laughs> That's a good Irish breakfast right there. It's perfect. It's uh, almost like an Irish car bomb. Almost. You ever had one of those? Yes, I can. I love them. Oh yeah, you were having them that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got Bubba Ray and Spike in the ring. Opposite colored camouflage. We got a Bobby E's. Favorite Jeff Hardy coming to the ring. If he'll ever get out there. Well, he's got to put on all that fucking makeup. It was already done. It's not makeup, it's paint. We covered it in the uh, face paint episode. Located in the Library of Awesomeness. No, I didn't fix the chair this week, sorry. <laughs> sure, that's the chair. <laughs> Got Jim Ross, Jerry the King Lawler, puppies, Mr. Racist himself. Jr. is not racist. Yeah, he is. He hates people from Texas. Uh, people from Texas—that's not race. Oh, we're that's a race. Geographic—that's that's culture. We're a race of our own. Okay. Who's that fat fuck? That is Umaga. Wow, he looks different. And Rosie. The guy with the chops? Yeah. Oh, the guy with the chops is Rico. Mm-hmm. He used to be Chuck and Billy's manager when they did their gay storyline. And then... Their what? Their gay storyline, where they were gay for each other and they had a gay wedding. He was huh. their manager. Um, but this is three-minute warning. So Jeff coming out... So Jeff is going to be teaming with Spike... And Bubba Ray. So we got a three on three. Slobber knocker. Oh, we know who I'm going for. Spike Dudley. Yep. Is that Jeff with short hair? I don't know. Your sister's watching your friends. It distracted me. Okay. Uh, Jamal wearing number 21. What's the significance of that? Jeff just took his face out on the barricade. Bubba Ray is looking thin. Leads me to believe that Devon's the one that's been giving Bubba Ray the Twinkies all these years. Rico in the shiny pants takes an elbow and goes down. Hey, speaking of somebody's face being taken off, uh, Ray Mysterio. What about uh, he might be blind. Oh, from the uh, eyeball popping out? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Oh. Spoilers. <laughs> no, I just heard something about eyeball. I know technically he's supposed to be dead considering he was thrown off the top of a building. Yeah, I read that too, but that was stupid. For those of you not in the know, we're discussing the Money in the Bank last week. Um, as excited as I was to see it, I've ha- I have not had the chance to even watch it yet. I've been pretty busy. But, um, 
Otis won the match, just like I said he was. I'm so done with that. Apparently they had a lot of good cameos during the match. Um, The one I'm most interested to see is probably Brother Love in the bathroom. Uh Uh-oh. Get the tables! Oh, I thought they were going to fucking go at each other. What's up with Jeff's pants, too? I know. It looks like he's about to go golfing. Those are bright. He's got the shorter blue hair. I wonder what he's on. Oh, shit. I've never seen Rikishi with this look. Not Rikishi. Umaga. Oh, same thing. That is racist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of racist, uh, this one goes out to ball sucking fake truck driving Josh. Is that my phone or yours? It's probably mine. It was just vibrating. I guess we'll take a look. Uh, Might have been mine. Yep, it was yours. Oh, Spike is in the table. If he can roll out of the way, whenever Rosie goes. Yep. Saw it coming from a mile away. Oh, I didn't see that. He's mad. He's an angry boy. Angry boy. Bubba. Spinebuster. That's pretty good. Here comes Jeff off the top rope. Oh, that was botched. Stupid. That was botched. He was supposed to catch him and then slam him down. He didn't catch him. So he had to just... And now he's looking around like, oh, I fucked up. They're probably going to fire me tonight. It looks like a fat Roman Reigns. Well, and I and it's and it's not a lie. I heard it on a podcast that I was listening to, and uh, they said, and, and and I have to totally agree with it. But they said that that in that family, you can either be like Rikishi size, or you can be Roman Reigns size. There's no in between. Like you're either. Fat Samoan, skinny Samoan. Well, no, because look at uh, the older brother in the Fast and Furious. Uh, Jonah? Is that his real name? Or is that his fake name? No, that's the name of the character in the movie, Jonah. Was it Jonah? Yeah. He was kind of... He's not part of that family in oh, real not? life. Oh. Wait, the Fast and Furious isn't real? Nope. I thought it was a biography. That's why there's so many fucking episodes. There's only nine of them, and the ninth one hadn't come out yet. Really? Because it's slated for like 25. I thought it was a biography. Yeah, but AMC's not going to carry it anymore, so... Good. Yeah, we discussed that last week. I think I broke that news. It was not last week. It was like six weeks (laughs) (laughs) ago. Welcome to the world of a blackout. And that was not a racist term. I really don't care about this match. Um, I do. It's one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. You lie. <laughs> I'm a lie. I'm just looking at all the... Oh, oh, oh that oh. was interesting. <laughs> Sweep the leg, Johnny. <clears throat> I like that reference. <clears throat> oh, that was tight. Your pants are tight. <laughs> uh-uh. I bought new ones. <laughs> right, look... Definitely not skinny jeans. 
Where'd you Where'd you get those at? Walmart. Okay. You went to Walmart. You no. didn't tell me. I had my mom go. <laughs> Ooh, personal shopper. Look at you, fancy. I'm an introvert. Yeah. Oh. I've caught myself waking up in the morning like extra, extra early. Just so I can play Final Fantasy VII before I go to work. Uh-huh. I think I have a problem. <clears throat> yeah? Yeah. With your love for this game, I'm still trying to figure out how you had enough sex to even create kids. You can do both at the same time. No. I can. Pretty sure, no. Yeah. And you're in D&D? Yeah. You sure Madison's not, like, adopted? Yeah. When I gave birth to her, <laughs> it was one of the best days of my life. Uh, I remember it like it was six weeks ago. Six weeks ago before the Rona. Way to use a real name, man. I know. I'm going to edit it later. I'm just going to have to just throw the word, it's all good. word peanut. I used my daughter's name one day. <coughs> my mom called me out on it. Yeah. My mom, whose name is and address is. <laughs> Phone number, email address. <laughs> Next week should be an interesting episode. Because my oldest daughter will be 17. Whoa. And my oldest son, the following day, will be 8. Uh-oh. Jeff's moving on up. Moving on up. Moving on up. Where is he going? He's just going to the top of that little entrance there. He just always has to climb some shit. Uh, I blame Michael Hayes for that, but he just kind of shrugged it off. See, that was not very high up. Really? Come on, you've been to arenas. You know that's high up. It's about as high as the top of the it's still ring. Like, it's at least... 12 feet. Not for him. In wrestling terms, it's like 25, 30 feet. <laughs> and made of steel. <laughs> he just jumped off onto the steel wrestler from 60 feet away. <laughs> Plus, he was laying on a big old fat dude laying on a table. Yeah. He's good. He's done worse. He's I good. still think Mick Foley has the worst fall. Off that hell in a cell? Yeah. I think that going through the Hell in a Cell was an even bigger fall. Yeah. Wasn't that not supposed to happen? I don't think that was supposed to happen. <laughs> oh. oh, Enrico just crotches himself in the corner there. Was that Disco Inferno? Did he used to be Disco Inferno? No. Maybe it's the pants. It's the pants that are throwing off. Because didn't Disco Inferno... Oh! oh! He took the table away. He give us, he take us. Uh, no, a table for you. What was that? No, what was that move called? That, uh, was cool. that was a ramen noodle, high spot, plancha, <laughs> dipping dots. Tits. That's my favorite move. Yeah. Now you're going to get called racist like Jerry Lawler. I don't give two fucks. I'll edit it out. I'll make it sound like you. You're not going to edit nothing. I know your work habit or ethic. Whatever. <laughs> My work habit ethic. 
Oh, does he have a tramp stamp? Oh, he fell! What? Does who have a tramp stamp, Jeff? Yeah. Yeah. You says, should probably rewind that. It says, Bobby E. Pull out target. Alright, I'm going to re record so all of our viewers who are watching along are now, their time is going to be all fucked up. I don't give a shit. I know you don't. What am I looking for? Watch when he runs down the, uh, the, whatever you call it, the barricade. Epic fail. Throw that Oh. Yeah. Let me hold this table for you. You're gonna run. Oh, I see where. You're gonna run. Oh. Nope. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that was a nice. That's what painkillers do to you. Yeah. That was my Canadian accent. Eh? How are you now? Eh? Finding you. Get your finger out of your ass. <laughs> Give your balls a tug. Hip check, four check, back check. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad that that language resonates with me. <laughs> Hoggy lingo? Yeah. Yeah, they have a whole episode where a pup bunny talks like that. And the guys just can't deal with it. So, this is a big news in, uh, or a big week for news, I should say. Two big things have happened. And I'm pretty sure all of our listeners know about it. I think the world knows about it. That's right. I couldn't wait for you to learn about it. I didn't want to text you and spoil it. But then you... Texted you? Yeah. Yeah. So you fucked everything up. I'm good. Alright, so, let the cat out of the bag, Bobby. What happened this week? I got Becky Lynch pregnant. Yep, I know. I'm super happy for you guys. While playing Final Fantasy VII. I know your divorce is not finalized with Alexa, but... We're back together. Uh-oh. So, this this drama mm. will be filmed for a live studio audience. And... Except for the dead guy in the corner? He's Just still there. Pepper's tits. Those are good. Mm. The Italians can do peppers right. I got the salty on me. <laughs> I got the sour in me. It's a good match. Yep. Table's getting destroyed everywhere. Oh, he's got his face in his... Pecker. <laughs> I ain't no pecker checker. Rico doesn't know what to do. I'm not a real wrestler, you guys. I'm just a manager. WWE, when they were bringing him in, they're like, oh, you got to see this guy, Rico. And they went to check him out. He was wrestling in the same organization as John Cena. So once they saw John Cena, they were like, oh, Rico who? <laughs> <laughs> but he finally got there. So what did you think about the uh, uh, Bray Wyatt and uh, Braun Strowman match? I haven't watched it. Oh. Wait, do you know who wins? No. Spoiler alert. Is it Braun Strowman? Yes. Good. <sighs> it was badass too. I'll have to check it out. So yeah. now, not yeah. only are you calling matches with like real fucking moves, mm -hmm. uh, coming up with... Earth-shattering news, knowing all the lingos, 
Now you're watching pay-per-views and I have that I haven't seen. I didn't watch the pay-per-view. Let's call it the Bobby E show. How about that? Here, you run the fucking show. You run the show. I'll be the co-host, tag team partner for life. Blue Coyote. How's it going, Blue Coyote? Oh, it's doing great, Bobby E. I'm rock hard. <laughs> oh, Devon, Devon, Devon. He's back. I didn't see this happen. And he's better than ever. Oh, it just got exciting. It's electrifying. That's what happens whenever tie-dye goes up against camo. Get out of here, Jamal. With your 21 on your jersey. Get the table. Now he's going to put him through it. Where'd Jeff go? Uh, Taking the powder? Yeah. He he fell off the... <laughs> the wagon? Yeah. <laughs> right there with you, Jeff. <laughs> Done. 3D. So, going back to the news, Becky Lynch is preggers. Yep. Uh, she announced it this past Monday, and Money in the Bank winner, spoiler, Asuka, was handed the belt. So. And she seemed happier. She was, like, congratulating Becky more than yeah. her getting the belt. Like, yeah. In her fucked up English. It's funny, I've seen her on like reality shows behind the scenes, and she does speak with an accent, but she she understands and can speak more than she does on TV. Oh, yeah. I mean, they all have a gimmick. I'm going to try this. Hot pickled dog dick. <laughs> you want one? No, I'm good. How come I'm eating all the things today? I don't know, dude. Did you smoke a joint before this or something? No. <laughs> oh, sorry about that big snipple. Did you, do a, did you do a rail of cocaine before this? Ooh, Stacy Keebler. Stacy, Stacy. She's at the World in Times Square. <sighs> now you know why she made my list. Even though you shit all over. I don't know why she made it because I haven't shown her legs once. Move your hand. I was looking at your belly button. There we go. And now they're premiering Saliva. Because uh, they're singing the theme song for Survivor Series 2002. Mm. I didn't care for them. I didn't either. The lead singer looks like his favorite band is named Syndrome of a Down. Mm. Was that a play on System of a Down? A what? System of a Down? Yeah. Okay. And Down Syndrome. Gotcha. So now you're making fun of... I didn't make fun of it. Yeah, you did. No, I used it as to nope. turn it around. Nope. I was making fun of him. <gasps> oh! Kurt Angle hit a woman. Oh! Edge. Eddie. Chavo. Edge. Kurt. Chris Benoit. Murderer. What? And now we're going to go back to Slava. <laughs> Chris Benoit should murder all of them. <laughs> Probably did. It just didn't make news because no one cared. You're right. He did it on his off day. <clears throat> so, back to Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. You mean to ruin this for you? Are you drinking two beers at once? Yeah. Jesus, man. Ah. 
uh, Braun Strowman used uh, mental strategy. Uh, that goes out to uh, all of our listeners in the UK. <laughs> like I said, I will research y'all's food and give a recipe next they have, week. They have horrible food. As opposed to the Irish? Um, yeah. Come on, the Irish, they got shepherd's pie. Oh, I do enjoy shepherd's pie. Once again, potatoes. Potatoes a million ways. That's all they need is potatoes. That's why they all died. Because they only know how to cook potatoes. Cook mutton pretty good. Um, Mutton. Isn't that from like medieval times? So? Maybe. Did you just say Medea times? No, I said medieval. Like Tyler Perry's times? Medea. I've never watched that shit. Yeah, but you're quoting it. You're like, oh, that's from Medea times. Okay. Diary of a Mad Black Irish Woman. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you kind of went on a rant there. No, not really. Anywho. Tuning up the band, Sean and Triple H. Boom! Boom! Unacceptable. Wearing a visor is unacceptable. And now we're back to the band again. So I guess whatever they're singing, they're just showing clips of shit. It's stupid. Yep. DX is going to be on NXT. Good for them. Who cares a shit about DX? Our fans do. Uh, no, they don't. Right in. Let us in know. In fact, all I hear all the fucking time is, well, that fucking jack wagon quit talking about stupid fucking DX all the fucking time. I know that's not true. That is true. Get it on my twatter. It's not true. On my ansta. It's good stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. By saliva. Spit. You don't know spit, boy. Are you done? I haven't said anything. I was I, waiting for you. I know. You're just sideways <laughs> glancing. I'm waiting for Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Quick cleaning house and making I noise. Oh, God. Oh, he's doing the Van Dam splits. That just means he has no cock. No, oh, it just means he's flexible. But I could care less. Hey, brother! It's Taz. And Michael Cole, back when Michael Cole was trying to be cool and he wore a leather jacket to all the pay-per-views. Jamie Noble. With Nadia. 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 He's the cruiserweight champion. Are you going to say anything? Mm, we'll see. <laughs> Are you ever going to tell me about the match? I was trying to, but you were all... Bleh. <laughs> it was fun. No, Strowman came out wearing that... Or he put on that mask. Oh, did he? Yeah. Totally psyched out. 
Bray Wyatt, and then just fucked him up. I was trying to watch the uh, chapter one of Last Ride last night, and it just wasn't coming through, so I wasn't even going to attempt the Elimination Chamber. I'll get there. Apparently chapter two is out. Uh, it comes out today. Or t- it Technically, it comes out tomorrow, but it's been showing up early. Billy Kidman, back when he had long hair. Is he still around? Yeah, he's a. Where's he at? He is furloughed with the WWE. Good. He's a trainer slash road agent, so they furloughed him. You know, he used to be married to Tori Wilson. Wow, good on him. Yeah. Damn. I don't like his gimmick here. Whoa, that was quick. That was. Second roll up. The bell has just rung. It hadn't even been a minute. There's already been two covers. Billy Kidman's going after it today. Head scissor takedown against Jamie Noble and a cover. That's some good work. Jamie Noble takes a powder. Kidman could go. I like Billy Kidman. I've always liked Billy Kidman. Um, I liked him best in Raven's Flock. Mm -hmm. He had that unwashed gimmick. And he would do it. I mean, his moon salts were perfect, and it was called the Seven Year Itch because he hadn't taken oh, a bath that. in seven years. You know who else hadn't taken a bath in seven years? Ball sucking fake truck driving Josh. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. It came up on my Instagram. Yep. Happy anniversary. Two. Uh, ball sucking fake. Truck driving, Josh. What are we giving him an anniversary for? Uh, his seventh year without a bath. Speaking of anniversaries, this past Wednesday was the 10-year wedding anniversary of one Mr. Blue Coyote and his lover. Huh? Give my condolences to her. I hate you right now for you. You hear that? Quit. Only the Irish can understand you. That's right. We're speaking a secret lingo about killing Bobby E. <laughs> it's like a fucked up version of Klingon. Vorcha Orkmech! Alright, I think I've successfully ended all of our Irish listeners. No! They're going to keep growing because we're strong. Um, the other big piece of news this week, I don't know if you're aware, what happened in San Antonio on May the 4th. May the 4th be with you? Yeah. It was actually, that's when the event happened, but on Saturday, May 9th, Alberto Del Rio was arrested. Yes, I In San Antonio. Sexual assault? Sexual assault. Uh, physical assault. There were a couple other charges. Apparently he told this lady he was going to take her son and just drop him off in the middle of nowhere. So, So, oh, I I always knew he was a piece of shit. I hate to, I hate to, uh, pronounce him guilty. He hasn't been to trial. There hasn't been evidence. I'm just basing this on an article I read. And mm-hmm. I saw his mugshot, which was funny. But, I've always thought Alberto Del Rio was a piece of shit. 
what he did to Paige's life is inexcusable and unforgivable. Um, so, even if he is innocent of these charges, fuck you, Alberto Del Rio. When you said Paige, my Paige? Yes. Fuck you. They were engaged. They almost got married, and they had, like, fights and altercations and airports and all kinds of shit, and she got in all kinds of legal trouble, and it was rumored that he was physically abusive to her and got her hooked on all kinds of drugs, and luckily she got away, but, yeah. Fuck you, Alberto Del Rio. I doubled that. I'm surprised her brother didn't whoop his ass. I uh, no. What's your brother's name? Roy Knight? Yeah. Or even her mom. Her mom could easily take him. Soraya? Yeah. Or her dad? Or her other brother? Hey, what's the other brother's name? Uh, Dale? Dale, yeah. This is my brother Dale and my other brother Dale. Oh, yeah. Daryl. This is my brother Daryl and my other brother Daryl. I love that show. I love her. I know you do. She got a boob job. Oh, believe me, I know. And she's proud of it. Even her mom's proud of it. Oh, yeah? Yep. Picks or it didn't happen? Or what? I'm sorry? Picks or it didn't happen? Or... What are you talking about? Like, have you seen them? Yeah. She's on my Twitter. Have you seen them without anything on them? No. Okay, that's what I'm getting at. Oh. Uh... Have you seen them? Oh, no. I don't look at things like that. You a lie. <laughs> you with your dog dick afternoons and your furry conventions and all kinds of stupid, goofy shit. Oh yeah, nobody got back with me on the furry thing. Uh, good. I'm glad. Glad, 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 glad. What? I'm allowed to try new things. Uh, yes, like, you I'm going to try a you new... Are, you show right. I'm going to try a new Truly Lime. Interesting. Hopefully it's better than the lemon. The lemon was okay. Was it? Eh. I still think I like their wild berry collection better. So, going back to Miss Lynch. Oh, yeah. The man, the champ, the first, the goat. Becky Two Belts. See, I don't, Becky Two Belts, I don't know why she can't stay in wrestling and, like, go for the tag championships. Because she's pregnant, sir. I know. Her and the baby. Mm -hmm. They can win the champs. Ah. Um, she tweeted, I have no idea what happens from here, but I do know that you've made all of my dreams come true. I entered the PC in 2013 not knowing anyone. I'll leave that same building tonight with my new family. Thank you all very much. I think she could stay on the show. Oh, yeah. Maria Canellis was on the show pregnant, so... It'd be not. It'd be nice to have her in segments and such. Did you see that tweet where she hung her jacket up? Yeah, that it was the picture of the jacket. But yeah, I know. I mean, mm. here's my thing. It's not that she's Irish. It's not that she's a redhead. It's not that she's incredibly attractive. It has nothing to do with that. Oh, it does for me. She is just such a solid fucking performer. Okay, she's good. Okay. I enjoy watching her matches, unless she's in a match with Shayna Baszler. <laughs> and then it's too slow. And then it's too slow, and then it sucks, and moves are botched. <sighs> All right. So I'm happy for her. Yeah. 
I, I am too. And I'm just saying, Seth Rollins ruins everything. Yeah. So, like, if you look at the Shield, um, John Moxley pulled out of WWE altogether. He pulled out. Yeah. Oh, and Roman Reigns pulled Seth out. Rollins didn't. Pulled out of <laughs> WrestleMania. But Seth Rollins, you're right. He didn't. <laughs> Thanks for stealing the punchline, you piece of shit. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> And Billy Kidman is our new cruiserweight champion. Is he in the crowd? What? Yeah, he's exiting through the crowd. <coughs> Good old DDP maneuver. Yeah, that's a bold move. Yeah, it is. Uh, not so much in America and super not so much in Canada. I mean, there's still some danger to it, but there's a lot of danger in Mexico and even more in Puerto Rico. Yeah, I can, I can see Their that. fans are just, they don't play the fuck around. It's like soccer. If you beat their champion, they will fucking stab you. Yeah, nothing's going to happen to you in Canada. Do we have Canadian listeners? Yes. Okay. Well, I can say whatever I want because... <laughs> uh, to our Canadian listeners, I will tell you that your national sport of hockey is the greatest sport of all time. And that when the Olympics come around, I don't care what anyone in this country says. They piss all over me and they get mad. I support Team Canada all the way. You okay? What's wrong with Kurt Angle? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not skate over this, pun intended. Whoa. Chris Benoit. He's getting mad. Jacket! I'll kill you! Oh, no, 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 Benoit. I see what you're trying to do. I'm not going to fall for it. See, you and I, we're a team, buddy. A unit. Amigos. Partners. Bosom buddies. Yeah. <laughs> the look on Benoit's face when he said bosom buddies. He, just Speak didn't, he didn't know what it meant. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Canada and the U.S., so are you mad at me? You support no. Team USA? Always. Even in hockey. Even though all the best players in the entire league come from Canada and all these other countries, and then the Olympics happen and all the best players go back to their respective countries, and, and Team USA is left with... Did they have Wayne Gretzky? No. Did they have Martin Brunner? No. I know. When it, okay, say Canada versus U.S. I want Canada. I would too. The U.S. can take the silver and I'll be perfectly fine. I if, would too. if this was baseball, if baseball was in the Summer Olympics and Team Canada came in with a baseball team, fuck no, Team Canada, you're going down. USA all the way on baseball. That's our national pastime. But in Canada, look at Jericho. Did you see that? Oh, now we're looking at spy cam footage of Victoria. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I like Victoria. She's got the muscles. She looks like she picked me up and tossed me around. Who's that poster of? Trish Stratus. Is it Trish? Yeah. Can't tell. It looks... He looking like a man. He looking like a man. Is your butt going to quack? Oh. Nope. 
Oh, she's yelling at it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Victoria's crazy. I really liked her in TNA. I like her TNA. I do too. <laughs> I do too, sir. Not afraid to say it. I like a muscular woman. I've gotten into that lately. Muscular woman? Yeah, I'm on porn site. Oh, muscular woman too. Is it because all the wrestling you're watching? I don't watch wrestling. Yes, you do. Apparently more than you. <laughs> you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, another big thing that happened in wrestling this week. So, Asuka handed her title off. Or, I mean, Asuka got the title. Uh, <laughs> you were about to lose it, weren't you? Like, uh, no, no, Becky handed her title off to Asuka. Yep. But she was not the only champion to lose a title this week. I'm so happy about this. I'm so happy, too. Zane. Zane. Might as well be named Blaine. I hate guys named Blaine. But, if you can't perform, you can't perform. So they stripped him of the Intercontinental title. We'll be doing a tournament. I love tournaments. I love that they took that piece of shit. Um, several of our listeners sent me a meme of basically what's the difference between Brock Lesnar and Sami Zayn. Because Brock Lesnar works a limited schedule and he gets to stay the world champ when he has the belt, but Sami Zayn can't keep the belt. To which I answer, one, Brock Lesnar's contract says that he works a limited number of dates. So when they put the belt on him, they know that it's not going to be defended every week. Two, if you're putting the world champ, defending the title every week, the belt is somewhat diminished. It should be an attraction. You shouldn't see it gone for every month, every week, whatever. But the Intercontinental Belt, that's a working man's belt. And if you can't work, we're going to take the belt away. He didn't deserve it in the first place. No, he didn't. Fuck but it. they had to get the belt off of Braun so that Braun could be the world champ. Or the universal champ. Yeah, I was about to say, what? <laughs> I hate that title. The universal champ? Yeah. That's kind of a newer one, isn't it? It, it oh. is whenever... It wasn't around back in my day. No, they... They brought in a secondary title because you had the two brands, and so they brought back Big Gold, which was the, in at one time was the NWA Championship, and then the WCW title, the Big Gold Belt worn by Flair and Dusty and everybody and everybody, Goldberg. and it was awarded and Goldberg, and it was awarded to Triple H, as the inaugural champion, and then Chris Jericho took that belt, in the same night he took that belt from Triple H and took the WWE Heavyweight Belt from Stone Cold. Or no, The Rock, and uh, he was the first ever undisputed champion, and so it kind of went back and forth. But then they they mm. you said last week she was not Good. in your wheelhouse because she had big boobies. No, she's still hot. She's got thick legs. She's worse. I said last week she wears to me. So Victoria versus Trish is the match on deck, and it is for the women's championship. Well, we've which already Trish started. Has. And Victoria is choking her. Oh, she's, she's going choking BTK. Trish. With her own jacket. Anyways, go back to what you were saying. Because it put me right to sleep. Like a lullaby. Uh, you know <laughs> <laughs> I like your shirt. This is a good match. 
Victoria's going to the top. She's pulling a broom out She's of the trash can. Sweep the ring. <laughs> I'm gonna stop myself right there. I don't even remember what I was talking about. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> um, you told me to stop you when you get in those rants. Oh, we were talking about the title belt. Yeah. So. Oh, I, that was cool. I don't like the title belt because by name, the Universal Champion, you're denoting that you're the champion of the universe. Um, you're not fighting other fuckers from Mars. Yeah. You know, so that's number one. Uh, letter two. It To me, to call it the Universal Championship is to say that it's like the championship of the people because the fans are known as the WWE Universe. Okay. So it kind of, to me, is like the TV champ. So it should be the belt is like the Intercontinental belt. That's the kind of level it should be on. That's Inter- awesome. Intercontinental, Universal, U.S. Championship. Like, it should all kind of be the mid-card title holder belt. Yeah, I assume it's the same thing. I think that the WWE World Heavyweight Champion should be the one champion that can go between shows. All the other champions should stay on their own respective shows. Not, we're going to have a red champ, we're going to have a blue champ. It's just ridiculous. I would like to, the the two current champs, I would like to see them battle each other to unify the belts. One belt to rule them all. And in the darkness, bind them. Nerd alert. Gandalf, that bitch. Okay. Well, he, he makes all the other players leave so he can get all the experience points, come back with new stats and abilities and gear. Okay. I was trying to make a D&D thing out of it. Yeah. Just for you. Fa- epic, epic fail. You're an epic fail! Hardcore match for the women's title. I don't even know. I don't even know if I knew that this was a hardcore match coming into it. I definitely did. Well, I guess the garbage cans wired to the ring post. Yes, but I didn't see those until I started pulling shit out of it. Yeah, that's true. Until I started pulling brooms out of it. And what were you going to make? You were going to make a comment about women and brooms and such? (laughs) No, I wouldn't. I was going to make a Harry Potter joke. They're going to ride the brooms like they're witches. <laughs> and that's a Harry Potter joke. Okay. Not. Not a get in the kitchen and clean joke. No, it was a Harry Potter joke. God. I have to defend all my jokes now? No, you don't. Because um, I don't believe in Now anything. they have an ironing board. No, nope, they're <laughs> making this too easy. <laughs> I don't believe in PC humor. I don't. I believe if you see a comedian and they make jokes about certain things, <laughs> hey, you signed up for the ride. You know what that comedian was going to say. <laughs> yeah, if y'all are still listening to this podcast, y'all know I'm going to say some fucked up shit. Speaking of some comedy, have you ever watched, uh, what's his name, Rob Dietrich, uh, Ridiculousness on MTV? Have you ever seen that show? Mm-hmm. So they find some of the dumbest videos on the internet and they review them on the show. And every now and again, they've got guests that'll come in and sit down and watch the videos with them. Ooh, kendo stick. And their guest this week was Chris Jericho. Hmm. Because he's on everything, as yeah. you are so wont to say. He is. So it's kind of like Tosh Porno. 
It is, but it's it's done in front of a, a big audience. And he's got like a DJ who's kind of running the videos and will back them up. Like if they see something, they're like, oh, back that up. And they'll look. And then they've got a female co-host on there. Oh, we have blood. Is it that time of the month? From her face, yeah. Period to the face. Must be a Beth Phoenix match. Oh, keep going. So it's it's uh it's a little different than Tosh It's not so much. Let's just berate and badmouth all these people, but it's similar that they get all of their content from the interwebs. I like Tosh I do too. And unless he's messing with Arn Anderson, I really want to see Arn Anderson give Tosh a spine buster. I think Tosh could take him. You a lie. What? I'm sorry, that's not a lie. That's your opinion. You are wrong. Oh, now we got a mirror. Oh, she's going to see herself bleeding. She's going to lose her shit. Sexy girl. Yes, she is. So is this like the height of the diva shit or the decline? It's kind of the middle because they were they kind of they were using the term diva, but they had the women's championship, mm-hmm. and you had there was clearly a division. You had some women. I mean, they were all called divas, but we some were a- wrestlers and some were like valets and managers, um, announcers and such. But then it kind of went into like you had. The women's championship evolved into the divas championship, and then Charlotte Flair was the last to hold the divas championship, and then they it just became the women's title again. What is she, the ten time women's champion? Yeah, so fucking stupid. She's been there what like six years. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's that? Oh, Victoria? It's Victoria. Hmm. Yep. Strange that you have that on your phone. I don't have it on my phone. I just have access to it. Huh. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. She used to have her own uh, bike shop. <laughs> work on motorcycles and such. And Victoria is the new women's champ. Looked like she had her own glory hole. Whoa, buddy. Glory, glory. Now, we're seeing a lot of titles changing hands, titles on the line. This show is not disappointed. The matches have been hard-hitting. They've been good. We've seen blood. We've seen tables destroyed. We've seen all kinds of stuff. But clearly... The matches are designed in such a way that they're going to drive some storylines, but really, you want everyone to be geared up and ready for that Hell in a Cell. I mean, for that Elimination Chamber. Right. (coughs) I feel the storylines lately have gotten really weak. Well, I don't disagree with you. Booker T. I'm going to talk to my glove. I like Booker D. I know. I do too. Um, Was he ever a boxer? No. 
Are you sure? Pretty sure. Like, amateur. I'm not talking go against Tyson or anything. No, uh, but he probably... I know a lot of... Oh, there's Eric Bischoff. I know a lot of pro wrestlers enjoy boxing. They enjoy combat sports, um, MMA or boxing. But even though him and his brother, Stevie Ray, were billed from Harlem, New York. They were Harlem Heat. Both of them were from Mm -hmm. Houston, but they didn't live in the best area of Houston. So they probably grew up on the streets (laughs) fighting. There is no best area of Houston. The zoo's all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm not a fan of Houston. I don't care for the traffic. I don't. No, I made two delivery runs to Houston and oh. said, "Nope, no yeah. more. I'll I'll stick to Dallas." Um, you you brought up Mike Tyson, which is interesting. Um, it's he actually ties into a couple pieces of news we discussed before the show. Sting, you were asking me about Sting's connection to AEW. Uh-huh. So the newest store, uh, not storyline, the newest toy line coming out from Hasbro, they have a Legends line, and Sting was pulled from it. Apparently, his WWE contract has lapsed; like he did not renew. Mm-hmm. Um, understandably so. Whenever he went to WWE and signed with them and worked a couple matches and got into the Hall of Fame, that was more for fans. He, he knew that the fans wanted him in there because they owned the rights to NWA or WCW and everything. So it was a way for him to still connect with fans. Now that you have AEW, which to me is more, even though they're based in Florida, a lot of it is very reminiscent of the uh, Jim Crockett promotion, NWA, WCW, a lot of the people involved with it like Diamond Dallas Page um, and some of their other stars backstage were WCW people like Tony Schiavone. So the rumor is that he was going to show up at the next pay-per-view to present the TNT title, which is like or the Dynamite title, mm-hmm. as they call it, because the show's Dynamite. It's like their equivalent of the TV title. He was going to be presenting it to the winner, um, which would have been cool, but it has now been announced that... Mike Tyson will be presenting the Dynamite title to the winner. Mike Tyson has been putting out a lot of training videos. Um, the Undertaker was pretty impressed with what he saw. And The Undertaker is a big combat sports guy, boxing and MMA. He, he follows both sports. So uh, he was pretty impressed. Some other people who saw the video were impressed. I believe Tyson has a match coming up, or about, as they call him in boxing, coming up. In Australia? Yes. And it has also been discussed of uh, him and Evander Holyfield having a grudge match. Okay. It's, it, no, it's an exhibition. <clears throat> it would be an exhibition. Yeah. But I did read this interview on uh, Tyson's trainer. Uh-huh. He said that just having Tyson throw punches at him, he, he was scared for his life. Tyson was... So fast and hitting so hard. Yeah. I man, I don't know. Well, you got to remember the thing with Tyson was not um, ring related. It's not like he just had a string of losses and decided to retire. Yeah, he was convicted of sexual assault and sent to prison. Right. Have you ever seen the video where he 
he it's like after he gets out of prison and he's doing some kind of a event or something and he's on a show and the commentator asks him about being a convicted rapist. Uh, is that when he said, I'll fuck you till you love me? No, <laughs> no. He he told the guy, he was like, you're a piece of shit. Like, said it live on air. He's like, uh, no. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you're a piece of shit. I'm, yeah, I'm just Tyson's fucking done with never this. never held back. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm fucking done with this. And he just got up and left. He's like, oh. I love Mike Tyson. He's a convicted rapist. I've been convicted of stuff that I didn't do. Okay. To be fair. Uh, to be fair. <laughs> Uh, the Iconics have made a return to WWE. Um, the Iconics. They were pretty big there for a minute. It was it was during my laps, so I, I haven't really followed them a whole oh, lot. Oh, the female... Uh... Yeah, they're looking at taking on Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. They might have already done it. I don't know. I haven't seen wrestling this week. I'm behind again. Ooh, this video package of Big Show and Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Just throwing each other everywhere. Bleeding all over the place. Okay, now this was when I was behind Brock Lesnar. I liked him. And he went to UFC and I liked him there too. I followed him there because I, he was like, to me, he was a crossover star. But then when he came back and was working the limited schedule and I'm bigger than everybody else. I'm badass. Eh, fuck you. Fuck you and you're defeating the streak. Well, it's a big slow. I'm going to walk to the ring all slowly. In my slacks and a leotard. It's a singlet. No, it's not. There's two straps. Okay. It's not called a singlet because there's one strap. It's called a singlet because it's a single piece of clothing. You're a single piece of clothing. You're a... One You're strap. An ass hat. You like one. <laughs> you like one strap. The big show off. Yeah. What's that tattoo on the back of his neck say? Says Bobby E. Shoot. Yes. Here. Shoot here. <laughs> <laughs> It'd just be a. So Becky Lynch's winning streak lasted three hundred and ninety nine days. Oh, I thought she broke the four hundred mark. Well, here's the thing. Here's what I don't understand. Okay. She's Becky two belts. Uh-huh. She's got two belts. Uh-huh. And Bailey now has one of the belts, and she's had it for like 400-something days. Mm. So the only thing I can think of is that whenever she took the that one belt from Becky, they're counting that as her as a loss. But mm. she's still been the champ. She's been a champion for over 400 days. Okay, maybe that's what I was reading. Oh, Sunny's back in the news. Oh, yeah, she's back in porn. Okay. I know we've talked about her in at least two or three episodes. Mm -hmm. We've been doing this for so long, I can't remember anymore. <laughs> so long. Salam. So long. Farewell. Alvinders and goodbye. And that goes out to our German listeners. We don't have any, but uh, that could change. What? We don't have any German listeners? No, and, and wrestling's very big in Germany. Is it? We've got uh, fans from the Netherlands. Like, consistently. Huh. I can speak a little German. 
Okay. Good I really can. Okay. Ich liebe dich. Zim zalabim mema zalanu zaladimva. I'm sorry, I should have followed that up with Shaiskov. <laughs> ich liebe dich, Shaiskov. Means I love you, shithead. Okay. <laughs> Lesnar has got Big Show off his feet. He's just punching and stomping. Big Show's out of the ring to take a powder, and Lesnar says no. He's going to follow him out there. Lesnar wearing a diaper? No. Let's say yes. Yes. Mm. The Empress of Tomorrow has now made WWE history. Ooh, Big Show just shoved his fingers up Lesnar's ass. Good. You should rewind that. Good. You want to? You should. I think you should see this because I'm not even joking. <laughs> botch! It's a botch! Oh, I see it. I see it. They go in the, the hole. Wedgie! <laughs> <laughs> uh. And he's got some big fingers. That's not who you want to give you a prostate exam. So after last Sunday, <clears throat> and then now being handed the title... Asuka, also known as the Empress of Tomorrow, has made WWE history by becoming the first superstar to win the WWE NXT Women's Title, the Raw Women's Title, the SmackDown Women's Title, the WWE Women's Tag Team Titles, the Women's Royal Rumble, and the Women's Money in the Bank. Damn. Yeah, she's like the greatest female wrestler WWE has ever had. I agree. I was like, because I, whenever I save news, I'll just like screen capture. But sometimes I screen capture other funny things. And I was just scrolling through. Cookie dough filled chocolate dipped donut sandwich. Okay. You just went full diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just passed away. What? Wolford Brimley has passed away? Pretty sure. I could be wrong. I mean, don't ever listen to anything I say. I know. You had a great idea the other day, and I was like, man, that's a great idea. You're like, don't listen to me. <laughs> Do you remember the idea? No. You were saying that we should film us doing a similar show to this, but around a campfire. Oh, and bad. that we should do only one and post it to like our YouTube, and then we're going to do more. But they're going to be bonus content on a Patreon. Oh, that is a fucking good idea. I told you, right? I am a genius. Um, we were speaking about Sting earlier. He has uh, he reached out to Lance, Ar Lance Archer on Twitter and said, Just glad to see you getting a much-deserved shot in AEW. And Archer responded thanking him. But there's been talk that Sting might come out of retirement for one last match and have a match with Archer on AEW. Dad, oh, I don't. He, he's had time off to recuperate the neck. He could be in better shape. I don't know. I think the age would. I mean, Archer, God, he's a. Phenom. Oh yeah, Archer would go over in that match. There's no believable way. And a lot of fans are complaining. They're like, "No, AEW's already got enough over the hill people like Jake the Snake Roberts and Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard." But that's what's making it good. That is what's making it good because they're utilizing legends and having them as managers or coaches, and that makes so much sense because they're passing on the things that they've learned over the years. 
Big Show just slammed. Choke slammed. Uh, what's that guy's name? Lesnar. And he won. He just choke slammed him onto the chair for the three count. And Paul Heyman is Big Show's manager in this. That was when Paul Heyman still had a ponytail. Well, there was a scene while ago. And Big Show is the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion. There was a scene while ago where there was a little scuffle and Paul Heyman's hat got knocked off. And he was like scrambling to put it back on, but he couldn't do it. I always thought that he wore one of those gimmick hats that had like a fake ponytail. No, he has that fucked up hairdo. I was so glad whenever he cut the ponytail off. It reminded me, um, have you ever seen a movie called JCVD? It's a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie where he plays like a caricature of himself where he's like down on his luck. And here it is right here. He ends up in a bank and there's like a robbery and everyone thinks that he's robbing the bank because he's not a good actor anymore and he's losing money. But there's a scene where he's in his car and he's talking to his agent and about some movie... And he's like, what do you mean I didn't get the part? What do you mean they're going to go with Steven Seagal? Why? Oh, he cut his ponytail off? Fine, whatever. I just thought it was hilarious. Um, so there is a new movie that has come out. I believe it's on Amazon. It's called Copper Bill. And one of the main actors in the movie, or main characters, is played by Dustin Rhodes. Hmm. Uh, so whenever I looked that up, I found that one of the actors who's put that movie together was in another movie called 90 Feet From Home. And one of the people in that movie is Shawn Michaels. Hmm. I kind of want to see the movie now. That's like a western baseball movie. I love sports movies. Yeah, there's a few good ones. I'll, I prefer to watch sports movies than watch actual sports sometimes. Like, I can't watch baseball. No. But I can watch a baseball movie. Alright, yeah, yeah. Build of Dreams, great movie. That is a good movie. If you jack it, it will come. So, okay. We like to talk movies on the show sometimes. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, sports movies. Yeah. You said there's a few good ones out there. What do you What do you like? Uh, the Mighty Ducks. That's a great movie. Um, I like Varsity Blues. Never seen it. It's a good football movie. Edge and Rey Mysterio are going to be taking on Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero and Chavo Guerrero in a triple threat elimination tag team championship match. The Replacements. That's a good movie. That is a great movie. Um, Didn't see Keanu Reeves actually going for that movie, but he really wanted that movie. He did really well in that movie, and I liked, I liked Gene Hackman in that movie, too. What was his name? Falco? Yes. Nick Falco? I believe like so. That. I believe so. Yeah. We can talk about movies anytime you want, man. That's cool. As long as we're not talking about that shitty movie, The Irish Men. I haven't seen it, but it's not a sports movie, so why would we discuss it? Because I want to shit on the Irish as much as possible this episode. One... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out, time out. Back up, back up, back up. Okay. The Irishman. Are we talking about the movie with Ray Stevenson? I don't know. It takes place in the 70s? I don't know. Oh, no, Ooh, that, that's called... Stephanie! That's called Kill the Irishman. 
And that movie is great. Oh, we should do that. What? Oh, what? Kill the Irishman? Yeah. <laughs> That'll be our World War Three. <laughs> oh, wait, we're already starting that. Why are you always talking shit about the Irish? <laughs> you don't hear me picking on Native Americans. You might as well. Because they live here and they'll kill you. <laughs> I don't have anything against them. Oh, okay. I just I, don't know what you have against the Irish. Nothing. I'm just determined. You're us. just trying to piss me off is what you're doing. <laughs> I'm trying to have us have no listeners. Then we don't have to do this anymore. It'll be great. And we're just going to meet up on Saturdays and watch movies and drink White Claws. And Trulies? Yeah. Trulies. Okay. <laughs> Next week, I'm after the UK. I just okay. gotta learn something about the UK, like where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> England? So whenever we talk about UK, then you can do your Irish accent? Because <laughs> it sounds like a British accent? Oh, the UK is England? Yeah. Oh, I can shit on them like, right now. It's like England, Wales, Scotland. Is that where the Beatles are from? The Beatles. The Beatles. The Beatles. Yeah. We can walk down Downton Abbey. It's Abbey Road. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Fuck, I really like the Beatles though. <laughs> So Undertaker still on his press tour. Oh, I just want to lick her fucking face. I thought you were about to say you wanted to lick the Undertaker something or other. I was waiting. His sweaty balls. <laughs> his sweaty sausage. So they were talking to the Undertaker about retirement. And he said what's difficult is what it has to do with character. It says when you're thinking of the old school Undertaker, that's not a character that comes down in the ring and says... Thank you for being with me for 30 years. It's been a great career. I want to thank and then go through a long list of people he wants to thank. But he wants to have like his John Elway moment or his Peyton Manning moment where he wins the big match and then he's done. Now, it can be argued the Boneyard match was his big match and he could hang it up. <coughs> I think what... Is not that... even a character of his caliber deserves. I think what he deserves is to win the championship and then retire as the champ. Then they can hold a tournament or whatever or a battle royal or royal rumble and crown a new champ, but he should be forever known as the champ. All right. I mean, anytime I've ever ran into a world champion, I've always just called him champ. Like when I saw Booker T or I saw Chris Jericho, I was like, hey champ, what's going on? Because they are a world champion. Kind of like a president is always called. The president. president. Yeah. yeah. Alright, I get that. But, man, how how are you going to set something up to be bigger and better than that Boneyard match? With him at his age and against an opponent. What, what opponent would you... You want me to fantasy book this? Because I got an idea. You would have a similar match to the Boneyard, something that you would film theatrically. Okay. So it wouldn't cause all the wear and tear, and he could get through some things. But okay. I would have him face other world champions that he's faced in his, throughout his career. Like who? Who could still go? Goldberg. I would, 
I would say bring in Goldberg. Even though they didn't have the best chemistry, they could work it out. Like, their match in Saudi Arabia was garbage. I'm, I'm not even going to lie about it. I'm I not going to sugarcoat it. it. But I would have Triple H in there. Yes. Um, We're on the same page. I would have Brock Lesnar in there. He would equal out the Goldberg. So he could destroy Brock Lesnar and kind of erase that yeah, victory. Yeah. I would have Roman Reigns in there for the same reason. I would have John Cena in there. I would just have it be like a free for all match for the championship storyline. And he buries them all, wins the title, retires as the champ. It would have to be an all star match. Yeah. I mean, you're throwing in John Cena. You might as well throw in The Rock. That would be that would be cool. I think The Rock would do it just for the the thing. Just because he know, gives back a lot. I mean, yeah, you have Edge just, in there. He's not an all star. He's an all suck. <laughs> you think you know me? Um, I think The Rock would do it. I think The Rock would come back just for that. The uh, interesting, an interesting note I, I had on uh, Edge was this week on WWE Backstage. They're doing it all remotely from their houses and such because mm -hmm. um, the quarantine. But Renee Young is broadcasting from the Performance Center. Who's that? She's the she's John Moxley's wife, but she's a a uh, former WWE announcer. She was part of the commentary team and did backstage stuff. And so now she's um, one of the main hosts on WWE Backstage. And she's phenomenal. She knows her stuff. She's a huge wrestling fan. Yeah. So not only does she love the business, but she knows what she's talking about. And when she was doing her segment and they were talking, because they were at the Performance Center, Edge was there. Mm -hmm. And he, like, crashed her her little segment. You know, he got in... in camera view with her and was talking shit to Christian and Christian even made the comment he's like man even on my own show I'm still having to stand in your shadow thanks for crashing the show <laughs> it was pretty funny it was a good moment Rey Mysterio's in the ring did we already talk about his eye popping out yeah injury yeah we did vaguely was that on air or off air uh I I can't even remember at this point. I can't either. I don't know exactly what happened. I just, I, from what I was told... Uh, he got his face smashed into the corner of the steel steps. Uh-huh. And apparently fucked his shit all up. And his eye popped out. I know he got thrown I over know. the side of the building. And Aleister Black got thrown over the side of the building. Yeah, Aleister's fine. Yeah. Yeah, he was... We had tea yesterday. Oh, yeah. Tea that's, time. That's for the UK. Um, I'm building up to it. So, John Moxley, because we mentioned him a second ago, he was asked about WrestleMania because he's an AEW star. You know, hey, did you watch WrestleMania? Well, yeah, he watched it. His wife was involved. Um, and he still, he's one of those guys, he still legitimately loves wrestling. He's going to watch. So, he, they asked him about the Boneyard match, and he said that he enjoyed it. He thought that it was really cool, and he thought that. Uh, because the Undertaker is such a beloved character, he equated him to like a comic book character. He's so iconic, you can put it up there with like Superman, Batman, blah 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 blah. Wolverine. Wolverine. Like you can. He's such an icon. I mean, it's been thirty years. 
you can go to anywhere in the world and say The Undertaker and they'll know who you're talking about. I agree with that. So. Uh, there's some more news about McMahon and this lawsuit of XFL. I could care less. Yeah. I hope they take millions of dollars from him. I guess he, he was pushing for the letter to be opened up in court. Like the person that got fired and is suing him, I guess his attorney was trying to keep the letter out of court because the letter actually defines the causes for why he was fired. It wasn't like it was like, hey, you're you're let go. Mm. So, but it's long and there's a lot of legalese and I don't want to get into it. Got Kurt Angle and Edge in the ring. Edge with flying crossbody to Angle. Now he's whipping Angle into the ropes. Angle's gonna, oh, Angle's gonna tag in his partner. Did I say it right that time? Rink? No, actually, he tagged in Chavo Guerrero. I don't know. Did you say Rink again? Did you throw a K on there? Yeah. No, you didn't say it right. Okay. There's a G. It's a ring. I'm gonna call it a ring. Oh, kip up. And a drop kick from Edge. Did to... I say that right? Yes. <laughs> yes, you did. Um, so now Asuka is the women's champion. Yes. She has already been called out. By Mi- Baszler? By Mickey James. Oh. Yeah. So Mickey James looking to get back in the mix. Be interesting. Always liked Mickey James as well. I don't have anything against her, but you know I gotta go for Oscar uh, and the Bukaki Warriors. I know. Um, a friend of mine, sometimes a listener of the show, he uh, loves wrestling. He's the one that kind of like pulled me back in over the years, and I actually went to his house and watched the WrestleMania where the Undertaker lost. The street, and uh, we uh, both of us were just heartbroken. I mean, after the match, we're like, "Well, fuck, might as well go home," you know. But his wife wrestled professionally, and uh, she knew Mickey James, and so it was wow. kind of the first thing I looked at. Um, in was that Cadillac Jack or not Cadillac Jack? One Eye Jack? No, it wasn't One Eye Jack. <laughs> Cadillac Jack. <laughs> you got a new name. <laughs> but speaking of our fans, um, original fan, and his wife. Are now homeowners. They signed on their house. So HWP, like to give a big congratulations to you, you two. Heck yeah! We'll come record a episode at your new house. That'd be cool. Look, there's the reveal. I know of uh, Becky and the pregnancy test. I hate that. Yeah, <laughs> she said she messed up like the first two. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty funny. <coughs> <clears throat> oh, sorry, folks. Bait got me. So Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. Someone posted a meme. Said, "I fucking knew I'd seen this before." Holy crap! That's spot on. Yeah, it is. Uh, John Snow and his wildling friend with the beard. I forget his name. Mike. Mike Roch. We've been getting a lot of video game news. 
like have you noticed the last couple of weeks we've been covering like some kind of game or something? Okay. So um, I can do this. The King of Fighters All Stars. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They're collaborating with WWE, and so wrestlers are now going to be in the game. And they've already got Undertaker and Rock and Becky Lynch and a couple others. I know. Thought that was pretty interesting. Well, I'll put it out there. Uh, anybody that hasn't started Final Fantasy VII, the oh remake, my God, go again. please go out and play it. It bring it's it's nostalgic, man. I don't know what you have against this game. It is the greatest game ever made, ever. I guess the problem I have. You didn't play it. Didn't play it. Okay, well then you have no box. <sighs> yes, I can, look. Shut the fuck up for a minute. Let me explain myself. Mm-hmm. The problem I have is that I am oh. the type of person that I find out something. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Well, I want to go back to the beginning and do like the whole story. So if it's a comic book, I'll try to collect as much as I can of the old stuff and read up. Same mm-hmm. with books, movies, whatever. <clears throat> For me to go back, to truly enjoy this game, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go back and play it from the beginning, which means I'm going to need like every fucking console ever made. I just don't have time for this nonsense. So No, the storylines aren't related. Final Fantasy VII, it, it's, it's, a, it's its own. It's not... It does you don't have, have to play one to six. Does it have any characters from the previous no, games? Absolutely not. Okay. It's its own... Package. Benoit, who's been beating the shit out of Mysterio, has tagged in Angle. Oh, he didn't kill him? It's an RPG, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> crit. It's a crit! Did I say it right? Yeah. It's a crit! That's how you're supposed to say it. If you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's wanting tagged in here. Edge is reaching out. Eddie was reaching out. Benoit was reaching out. Angle's reaching around. Dang, you have two dead people in this match. Yes. How many people are still with WWE in this match? Two of None. Them. Two of them. Ooh. One of them's on the injured list. Edge. He's out. No. Him and Orton have a match coming up. Yeah, and people are thinking that RKO is going to get back together. I don't see that happening. Hmm. Yeah, I don't see it happening, but it's wrestling. It's probably more likely for Legacy to get back together, which was Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase Jr. and Randy Orton. Even though one of them is under federal indictment and the other two are in competing companies. I don't like Mysterio's pants. He's in a gold and black gimmick. Yeah. I don't like gold. Not a fan of it either. Angle. Oh. Oh. Oh, He's trying for the suplex. Ray gets out, straightens his mask, and now he's throwing punches to Angle. Ray comes off the ropes. Does a little weirdo Uh pancake. What? What? (laughs) 
He's so quick. He is. The steroids. I like ruining things for you. Speaking of ruining things for you. Okay. Carry the show. I'm going to go pee-pee. Ah, oh, man. And now we're going to have a moment of silence for the two dead people in this match. Being Chris Jericho and Guerrero. Eddie. Not Chavo. That I know of. Y'all know he does this just to fuck with me. I'm not good at talking to you people by myself. But. Um, I don't know. What do y'all want to talk about? Write in. Let me know. I'll talk about it. Oh, Chavo just went over the top rope by Edge. Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero just went out of the ring. Edge is about to spear somebody. And epic fail. Benoit has Edge in the killer crossface. With an ankle lock by Kurt Angle. Got kick off the top rope by Edge. Everything's broken up. Hijinks has ensued. I love the Irish. Y'all keep listening. I just like fucking with y'all. I'm going to go there one day. He's been gone a really long time. And now he's back. You talking shit about me? I didn't say anything about you. I had the greatest idea while I was going to the bathroom. That's good. I was keeping our fans entertained. No, you weren't. I was. No one listens to you. They listen to me. Yeah. I don't blame them. So when we first started doing the podcast, what was one of the things we said in the original intro that I threw out there for like, this is what this show is going to be. I believe I mentioned t-shirts, didn't I? Yeah. If you don't think we can talk about a t-shirt, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I even questioned you on it. Did you get a t-shirt this week? Yes, I did. What'd you get? A Finn Balor t-shirt. No, you didn't. I didn't? It's not Finn Balor? No. Finn Balor. <laughs> it's not even on my chair anymore. You see red and black and you think Finn Balor. Well, yeah. Every time. Well, then who is it? Dustin Rhodes. Ah. Don't say, Oh, you don't want it? I'll take it. I'll take it. I thought it was Finn Balor. No. So it's the Dustin Rhodes painted skull shirt where he's got like the Darth, Darth Maul. Maul with the horns that says, Never give up, never look back, keep stepping. It's one of his AEW licensed shirts. Oh, Angle and Benoit are having a disagreement in the ring, and Mysterio comes in with a flying drop kick to the back of Benoit's head. Benoit knocked Angle out of the ring. <clears throat> so, and the shirt I am wearing this week is the Navajo Warrior Chop shirt. Gotta support my friends. So. Oh, I thought it was a Ric Flair thing. No. No. So. Navajo Warrior. 
Okay, I thought it was Ric Flair. Because he does the chops. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's not. But, here's the deal. I got I got the shirts from ProWrestlingTees.com, and I signed up for a couple things. They're doing some cool stuff with the company. As I mentioned, when all this mess started, that their shipping is a little slower than normal. They usually say to allow 7 to 10 days, and it was about 2 weeks, so it wasn't that bad. Um, but they've got all kinds of options to obviously get some of the best shirts of the best guys that are in the business. Indies, legends. You can get autographs, posters, pins. Um, they have options where you can do like a, a blind grab bag and they'll send you all kinds of goodies. Um, they sent me a Lucha Libre graphic novel, which I'm looking to get into. They sent me posters, which are going up on the wall. Um, a lot of cool stuff. They sent me a, a watch that says Vader Time on it. It's a red and black watch. I was really excited to get. Um, so they've got all kinds of cool stuff going on. You can donate uh, to the people that are working there uh, to help them out through this time. If you can, I'm not asking you know to give money you don't have. But um, I told them yesterday when I got my order that I was... Uh, highly satisfied with the stuff they sent. They sent a whole bunch of pins. I got um, four different Ultimate Warrior face paint pins. They were all different. It was pretty cool. The coolest thing they sent me was a replica of the WCW world title, Big Gold. They sent me a pin with that, and it's got Goldberg nameplate on it. So Bobby E. was really excited <laughs> whenever I sent, uh, sent him a pic of that. Uh, but they're a cool company. They are not sponsoring this episode, but I did tell them I was going to mention the episode, and I didn't receive an email telling me not to do that. But what I will say this, this is what I want to throw on the table. Um, whenever I go into my app and I look at all the analytics, it fluctuates up and down. Now, we, we get a lot of listeners on the show. And sometimes we get a one-time listener, sometimes more, and the way that they break it down, there are um, 20... This week, our numbers said that there are 24 committed listeners. So we've had several listeners we've probably had well over 100 listeners but there are 24 that are regularly listening to the show guys get out there tell your friends tell everyone you know to check out the show drive our numbers up i can't do this on my own bobby is useless he's not going to help me out so word of mouth is the best advertisement we can do so get the word out if we can get up to an estimated audience of 50 or more i will get a gift certificate or uh, a surprise gift to send to a random fan. Okay? Okay. So get people to sign up, and I will get you hooked up at ProWrestlingTees.com. they got a lot of great stuff, and the stuff that they do have is going to support a lot of people, a lot of the wrestlers who are not working right now because shows are being closed down. A lot of their merchandise is still selling. A lot of the WWE guys who were let go, um, who were looking to branch out and go to new companies... They, since they're not under the WWE umbrella anymore, they've got a lot of great shirts and stickers and posters and such. So check them out. See what you like. Decide, hey, I'm going to use my, my gift certificate towards this purchase. And then get people to listen to the show. Drive our numbers up. And we're going to take care of you here at the Hijinks and Sues. Yeah. I think one of the coolest things I got this week was the... Uh, Goldberg belt. The Hangman... Adam Page oh. autograph. Okay. I was thinking the greatest champion of all time belt. But... Well, the belt, yes, because Ric Flair wore that belt. Yeah, he also lost it 17 times. 
No, not that one. <laughs> you know who else lost it? Goldberg to a cattle prod. Yeah, well. Los Guerreros trying to take on Edge, and Edge gave him the double flapjack. All three men are laying in the ring. Well, I haven't heard flapjack in a long time. I think I've already said it once this episode. Did you? Yeah. I don't listen to you. Clearly. Oh. That was botched. He keeps having to fix his mask. He's having problems with this mask. I know. I watched him fix it like every move. He does it quite a, quite frequently, actually. Oh, damn. See, it's he's like, doing it every move. There's like something wrong with that mask. Classic AAA CMLL style wrestling. Lucha Libre all the way. Rey Mysterio and... Oh, both no. the Guerreros. And Edge with a double spear to both members of Los Guerreros. Now Mysterio with a baseball slide. This is a pretty good match. Yeah. Do you hear about uh, Vince McMahon calling, uh, calling a match early? Because they broke one of his rules? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm glad you did. Because I didn't quite understand... And I even read into it, and I still didn't understand. So, we had discussed before that he had given the directive to the referees. If the guys are outside the ring for longer than the 10 mm -hmm. count, I want you to call the match and award it to whoever. Mm -hmm. um, because he doesn't want guys to go into business for themselves and whatever the case may be. So, in this instance, whenever you, whenever you tag in... So say you and I are in a match against DX. 619. And Triple H is clearly handing me my ass. As he would. So I tag you in. Now when you come in, I'm allowed to remain in the ring for five second count. For a five count. Okay. Where you and I can double team against Triple H and kind of regain some momentum before I have to exit the ring. So apparently there was a tag in and the two teammates stayed in the ring and just kind of continued to do whatever they they wanted to and it, and it lasted a little long for his taste so he had uh, word sent to the referee to call the match hmm. like hey you broke the rules um it's interesting because for so long oh los guerreros have won the titles look at eddie's frizz out mullet there um for so long wwe went without any real competition. And they could kind of get away with doing whatever they wanted to do. Now, with AEW coming in, and Jim Ross being a you know a, the voice for that show, one of the big things that Jim Ross has continually said whenever asked... Well, look at Kane in the mask. Whenever Jim Ross has been asked what's going to separate AEW from the rest of the competition, he said, well, we're going to have rules in matches, and our referees are going to be expected to follow those rules. Because if you don't have rules in a match or in a competition, then what's the point? Mm -hmm. uh, and I, you know, I think this has finally made its way back to Vince. Right. Oh, we got Chris Nowaki coming in. No idea who that is. He was on Tough Enough. He was a runner-up, but he did well enough. And in real life, he was a graduate from Harvard University. So that's kind of the gimmick. Obviously. <laughs> that's the gimmick they gave him. God, he looks like Tess. He actually uh, suffered a concussion and retired. Uh, he's got his PhD now. He's uh, a doctor. But he uh, 
started doing all the research on concussions and professional athletes. And he's one of the, the guys that uh, reached out to Chris Benoit's father about getting permission to examine his brain and run all these tests. And Oh, after. After, after the murder and everything. Right. So it was his group that was able to determine that Benoit had the brain of an 80-year-old dementia patient. Yeah, tits. But he was he was pretty arrogant. All right. Yeah, he looked. I'll prove it and check it. Yeah. I'm street gonna smart. Yeah. Well, street smarts is not the same as intelligence. Ooh, that's true. Real intelligence is something that I have. Book learning that you would say. Intelligence is not something you buy, like say. The New York Yankees have bought all their World Series titles. You don't buy intelligence? Like, you don't pay to go to college? I got student loans that would disagree with you. Intelligence is something you either have or you don't. And take it from me, you people don't. Oh, classic heel promo. That was weak sauce. Oh. Clickety clack on the keyboard. Enter Matt Hardy version 1.0. I know Bobby is going to be so excited. Matt keeps the room temperature at a toasty 75 degrees. That was the Matt Hardy Mattitude.com fact. who was in charge of those I don't know let's stop the sound there oh yeah I was not a huge fan of that entrance music but I like Matt Hardy he's doing great things in AEW oh he's got a microphone he's got things to say I want to see how bad the promo is and jacket You're making it sound like uh, people from the Carolinas are. Well, most people from the Carolinas. Are you going to finish that thought? No? Okay, no. moving on. Moving on. So we listened to Chris Naraki's pro, uh, promo, and it wasn't very good. Um, it was classic heel, but it was kind of stupid. And then Matt comes out, and he was giving like, a really bad promo. So I wanted to listen to see how he's grown in the last 18 years. His promos now are awesome, but this was horrible. Matt? Yes. But it was still better than <laughs> Jeff's promo from two Smackdowns ago. All right. No, Terry. You cannot go out there. That was not Sheamus is going to come out. Where Lord. are you at, Sheamus? I'll tell you who gives a good promo. Out of ter uh, the Carolina Territories? Ric Flair. I'm going to try one of these great You know who else doesn't like Ric Flair? The world. 
Peanut. Let's call Peanut. I don't know if she's at work or not. Well, you ain't gonna find out unless you call her. I want to ask her about the uh, George Bush Turnpike. Nope. You don't like the grapefruit nope. and the truly? You don't have to call her if you don't want to. Call Wait, so, let's see. Let's call someone as a surprise. All right. Let's see. Well, it's a surprise. I know, but <laughs> call someone and be like, oh my God, I'm on the show. Mm. Let's see. I don't think I can drink that. All right, pass it over. I'll take it. That's a great friend. <clears throat> Here. Here. Take that. Yeah, I don't care anything but that. That so too great for let's it. try. I don't know if he's at work either. And I don't know how the sound quality is gonna be, but we'll give it a shot. Nobody listens, who cares? Holla if you hear me. Big Papa Pump coming out. Maybe if we can get a hold of him, he'll ask some questions in person. Answer! Booty Daddy? Why is he the Booty Daddy? Yes. Yes. Hello? Hey, what are you doing? I'm working. What are you doing? Oh, I don't want to bother you at your work, but uh, we are recording HEWP watching Survivor Series 2002. And uh, we were talking about doing some phone calls. I said, well, I'm going to call Original Fan, see if he's got any questions for us, because you always got really good questions, but but you're working. Uh, well, if you're watching Survivor Series 2002, um, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess the best question I've got is, when the Elimination Chamber was made, do you think it was like a WWE ripoff of War Games or... Was it something that that has been revolutionized and special through the years? But because I've heard Tony Schiavone call it the Bastard War Games match. I agree, a hundred percent. Bobby E. So, what do you think? I don't care. It's not that you don't care; it's that you don't know, and you're trying not to look like an idiot. No, nah, I don't care either way. <laughs> All right, so nice so to finally meet you over the phone, Bobby. Hey, welcome to the show, man. So. Um, Thanks. I have a question. Have you, have you, are you caught up on the show? Have you been listening regularly? Yes, I have. I mean, I, Sucker. I finished the last one, but that's as far, that's as far as behind I have been. So do you, do you I've like, been into a house recently. I know we congratulated you earlier on the show. So congratulations. Now that I can talk to you. That's awesome. Appreciate it, man. Um, do you like the format where we're watching a pay-per-view and just kind of talking throughout? Yeah, I really do. Um, yeah, I do. It gives, uh, especially if we can do a watch-along and um, get your guys' perspective on it. And I think it's pretty cool. Right on. So I'm thinking next week, instead of doing an actual pay-per-view, we'll watch a, a War Games match. What do you think? It's fine with me. Yeah. yeah I, I like War Games. Um, especially back when... 
WCW was doing it. NXT has done some good ones, but I'm partial to the old WCW ones. Well, this is like a WWE um, package where they packaged a whole bunch of them together. So it'll be like JCP, WCW style. So I right. think I think that's what we'll do next week. ICP? No, JCP. Oh. I hate, ICP. I hate you so much right now, Bobby. All right. Well, original fan, we're going to let you get back to work. But thank you for taking the call. Yeah, guys, I enjoy the show, and I'm trying to get y'all's names out there. Trust me. All right, good deal. Well, we announced this week we're going to do a giveaway. So if we can get our average listenership up to 50 or more, I'm going to be doing a Pro Wrestling Tees like, uh, gift certificate giveaway. Oh, awesome. That'll be fun. All right. Well, we're going to let you go, and we'll catch you on the interwebs. All right. Y'all have a good one. Later. Later. That call went way better than that time we called Peanut, and she shit all over you. As she's known to do. We should just start calling random people. Just randomly? Yeah, like, yeah. hey, you're on the show. <laughs> Numbers we don't even know. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Guess what? Bitch, you're on a podcast. You ever watch wrestling? No, I don't watch that stupid shit. Click. <laughs> oh, no, that'd be the first person i talked to. You'd actually talk to him? Yeah. Oh, so we're getting to the elimination chamber? Yeah, with this being the inaugural one, they wanted to like spotlight it and say how many miles worth of chain they used to construct it and how much it cost to build that monstrosity. So this is what he was droning on about for like hours? <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's this? Shawn Michaels and... Ooh, Terry Reynolds. Look at his little Dutch boy haircut. Breaking news! Breaking news! <laughs> oh, jacket. Randy Orton here, and I've decided to take a little time out of my rigorous rehab schedule to come to Survivor Series. But don't worry, there was no further damage done to my shoulder on the long flight to New York City, thanks to that sexy flight attendant, Sherry, who hooked me up with that extra pillow. <laughs> but I also want to thank you fans. And please, please keep sending your emails to GetWellRandy at WWE.com. Because with your support, I know that I'll be back in no time. How about that early Randy Orton? What do you think of that? <laughs> what do you think? Not a fan. <laughs> that little haircut he had. <laughs> he looked like one of the Backstreet Boys. Oh. I don't think anything's made me matter in this. <laughs> Ten tons. Showing them constructing the ring. I want a shirt that says... You love cock? Ring. <laughs> it's going to say, ring, 
get the K out of it. Or just get the K out of it. Like the WWE, get the F out. Be like, oh, because I call it a rink? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Who are you going for in this match? Triple H. I'm going to go for... You've already seen it, so you know who wins. So... Ooh. That's not fair. I, I can go for Jericho. You can go for who you can want. Go for You've already seen it. Kane. It's a good lineup. Minus RVD. Well, to be fair. Uh, to be fair. Wrestling, nothing is fair. During this time period, RVD was actually one of their top stars. Was he? Yeah, actually With he was. Who? With the fans. What fans? The idiots that were buying into this shit. Like you. <laughs> and you. I wasn't around. I wasn't around? No. You were around? I was coming to us. No, you weren't. I had coronavirus. Yep. I'm patient zero. I knew it! Oh, that'd be a badass wrestling name, Patient Zero. Not as good as Suspect Zero. I think it's better than that. No. Suspect Zero, wasn't that the JFK? No. Uh, the... No. Right. Have you ever seen that movie, Suspect Zero? No. Oh, it's fucking good. It's about a serial killer that travels across the United States in a semi-truck, so all of his crimes kind of go under the radar and they don't link them all together that it's one killer. Yeah, like the dude from... Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of fucking serial killer shit. That's good. I like serial killer shit. You're Laredo? Aren't you from Laredo? No, I'm from Lubbock. Hmm. Like, complete opposite side of the state. Oh, it was Lubbock. Yeah. Laredo, Lubbock. Yeah. What? Yeah. Y'all had a good one. Which one? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, the train? The guy on the train? No. He came from Mexico and come up here and kill people with axes. Uh I'm trying. He had one eye. Henry Lee Lucas. Yes. <laughs> Woo! That dude was fucked up with yeah. with Otis or I. Whatever the case may be on Henry Lee Lucas, he didn't do all the shit they saddled him with. No, he did not kill three thousand people. No, he he claimed several things. It was so that he could get out of the jail and go to another county and blah 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 blah. They had him in like Travis County, Williamson County, yeah. everywhere, but no. Him and his 14-year-old bride. Yeah, I don't know. Staying at a church. Uh, you know, his and mom... And they would sleep in a chicken coop. His mom used to put him in dresses and make yeah. him sleep with guys that she was with. Yep. Weird shit. No, 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 no. He would... She would make him watch. I think she'd make him join, too. No. He no, would just, he it would was just Manson watch. that had to wear the dress. He would just watch... No, Manson, uh, his he, mom did the same thing. Yeah, he, First day of school, sent him to school in a dress. Yeah. But yeah. His, That's fucked up. Yeah. His dad had no legs, so he like bumped around in a cart. But she would make both of them watched while she was... With other guys? Prostituted out. Yeah. Uh. For 50 cents. 50 cents of uh, a bang. <sighs> Hurts my head. Yeah. New topic. Triple H is on the Triple screen. H. Oh, he's got a acne problem. And a big old nose. He's clean shaven. That's I don't like it. Me neither. What's his music right now? 
I'm a stupid idiot. Bobby you E is my only fan. Because I suck digs. Oh, you're doing Eric Bischoff. Okay. Yeah. I'm back. And I'm better than ever. And we have the same jacket. Jacket! It's a ripoff of Dusty Rhodes' mind. Shut the fuck up, Bischoff. Hey. Figure it out. Easy. Get your finger out of your ass. Figure it out. (laughs) Give your balls a tug. (laughs) Stick, tick, four, tick, back, tick. (laughs) I don't think he should ever fix that. I don't either. It should be on a (laughs) t-shirt. Squeeze! Who'd you just tag? You. Nah. You're in charge now. Sweet. Get in there. I pretty much have been this whole episode. I could... What's he... Is that a belly stick? Yeah. Oh, is that like his thing now? Yeah. Or is it a flashlight? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Okay, what the fuck? Yep. Oh, we're doing this now? Uh-huh. All right. You're in charge, motherfucker. Might as well hit delete. No! Delete. <clears throat> delete. I hate when you... Uh, I hate whenever you turn it back around. It doesn't work. Double hill. What? Double hill. Blip. Did you just use the phrase double heel? Yeah. Fuck you, man. You know some shit. <laughs> you know shit. I've been doing this for like two weeks. Oh, and now you're fucking expert with your double heel turn. No, that's it. Double heel turn. Double heel flip. (laughs) Four superstars will be confined. Hang on, I gotta find the thing with this. Yeah, because this is the first one. Okay, so here are the rules of the elimination chamber. Four superstars will become will be confined in the internal chambers. Two superstars will start in the ring. Every five minutes, another superstar will join the match. Elimination occurs after pinfall or submission. The last remaining superstar will be the world heavyweight champion. Alright, so every five minutes. Now, is this real-time five minutes? Or no, it's probably Titan wrestling. time. Wrestling. Oh, that's right. Titan time. I think we talked about that in one of our earlier episodes. Um, original fan... <coughs> He just sent me a message. He said, forgot to mention, best match on that card y'all are watching is triple threat tag match, hands down. Oh, the one we just finished? Yeah. Yeah, it was a good match. It was a good match, but I'm going to disagree because this is the Elimination Chamber. Um, And he said, sorry I sounded unprepared for a question, but I enjoyed the call and hope I was able to provide some content for the show. And you were, and we appreciate you taking the call. And uh, we always... Uh, enjoy the questions y'all send in. Uh, let me rephrase that. I always enjoy the questions you send in. But uh, thank you for taking the call. And I'm going to hopefully get we're, some more contact. We're going to do some more calls. We're going to call you every week now. Yep. You're fucked. You're going to be our man on the street. Coming to you live from Original Fan. 
Zipper cream jeans. I don't know. We'll come up with a better name. Oh, I like that. Zipper cream jeans. <laughs> Gee butter snaps. You ever notice like the names that meteorologists have? Like stormy winters. Yeah. They're always like weather related. Yeah, they're all wrestlers. It's a gimmick, folks. He that. did send in a question this week. Oh. Well, let's answer it. We owe him that. Who is the best talker? A. Ric Flair. B. The Rock. C. Dusty Rhodes. D. Paul Heyman. Oof. That's easy. I wouldn't say Dusty Rhodes. I was going to say Dusty Rhodes. Well. Why are you whipping? I don't know. And nay-naying. Yeah, I, I, like, I prefer Dusty Rhodes over Ric Flair. I know a lot of fans are going to think that I was going to go with Ric Flair. But I'm going Dusty Rhodes. And I can't stand Paul Heyman as a talker. His voice annoys me. I can't stand him as a human. The Rock was really good. The Rock was funny. But I don't think his promos were as legit as the American Dream. Alright, coming out first to the ring, we've got... Chris Jericho, during Bobby E's famous, or favorite, Why the Y2J era. Oh, that's so uncomfortable. I believe at this time he was the European champion. Yes. Like I know. <laughs> <laughs> Rhodes' list, I think it added... I paid more attention to it because of the list, because I was li listening for the... Well, if, if you look at all of them, like I said, The Rock was a, more of a comedian, and he came up with some good catchphrases. Like he was good. Smackdown, I mean, they named a whole show after a catchphrase. Yeah. But whenever you look at probably arguably the two on the list, Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes, the what? thing... What are you trying to figure out? Why are they putting them in a bubble? That's that's the whole point. So there's six people in the ring. I don't think I've ever seen an elimination match like this. So it's going to start with four of them are going to be locked away in these chambers. And after five minutes, they're going to open a chamber and allow someone out into... So we're going to start with two, and eventually we have the possibility of having six people in this match. How do they determine who gets it's, to come in? It's random. As far as storyline goes, it's random. Storyline. I yeah. don't care about semantics. Yeah, so it's just random. They're going to show the top of the cage, and there's going to be a random light, and then it's going to... And it's going to shine on one person, and they're going to let them in. Okay, I've never seen one of these. Okay. Well, they're pretty good. I, I like the Elimination Chamber. I don't like it as much as, as a War Games, and I damn sure don't like it as much as a Royal Rumble, which is the greatest gimmick match of all time. Thank you, Mr. Pat Patterson. Um, going back to what we were talking about. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, you're good. Uh, so out of these two great talkers of Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes who talked against each other several times in fact one of Dusty's best promos was against Ric Flair whenever he said Ric Flair you're putting hard times on my family oh. Ric Flair's promos were designed to hate him but at the same time a lot of people liked him because they liked the flashy money they liked his suits they liked the cars they liked the, the gimmick of him being this playboy uh, Booker T's now coming to the ring Dusty Rhodes, on the other hand, was like the voice of the common man. Us. 
which is you know the blue collar workers, the guys who are, you know, they're they're living paycheck to paycheck. They're doing everything they can to feed their families. So, um, you know, probably at the time, more of the country gravitated more towards Dusty Rhodes, which is why he was the face. Ric Flair was the heel. But yeah, I, I love Dusty Rhodes promos. I can't believe we agreed. In fact, to the point, uh, at work, in in my position, they are gonna put like my picture up on the wall and have like a little bio and stuff. And on the bio, it has like a quote section, and I'm gonna use a Dusty Rhodes quote. I think I'm gonna use Ric Flair. You're putting hard times on my family. <laughs> I'll put a quote on there. I might actually use. Now that you said that, I'll use. I'll put a quote on there. Bobby E. <laughs> Now Kane's coming to the ring. This is uh, Bobby E. and my my favorite Kane is Kane in a mask. Big red machine. I preferred Kane in the full mask because he didn't talk. But I will take Kane in any sort of mask any day. Except for the mask where he has the fake hair sewn in as he does now with uh, being Mayor Jacobs. I legit thought Kane was going to win this match. Well, guess I don't have to watch it anymore. That's who I'm going for. I'm going for Kane. This match is designed for someone like Kane. Kane or RVD. So he's going in a bubble too. Okay, so they're all going in bubbles. Except for the, the last two entrants are going to be in the ring and start the match. Okay. For five minutes. Did you watch that movie with him? I haven't yet. Okay. Here comes Shawn Michaels. Oh, one of my least favorite outfits he comes out in. It looks like every other outfit. No. A lot this... of mirrors, some chaps. I didn't like. I don't like the chainmail thing. I don't like the hair. Definitely don't like the hair. He might have had some split ends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a serious thing. In... <laughs> that's a serious thing in what? People with hair? Yeah. I wouldn't know. I do. Because oh. all the barbershops are closed. I haven't had a haircut in like three... Three years? <laughs> <laughs> They're closed now. Like I thought, oh, I'm going to get a haircut. but I'm going to grow my hair up. I'm going to look like Riff Raff. Yes. He's look not... at that. Brown pants. Are they brown? They're gray. No, they're brown. The brown pants. Brown and blue. It was uh... <laughs> a shit day. <laughs> it's actually... yeah. I'm glad he wore his brown pants. Uh, <laughs> this... <laughs> Uh, his pants have actually come up in a lot of interviews because this was like his first match back to the company. So this is before the second run of DX. But when he came out, the seamstress didn't have all of the stuff like ready to go. Hmm. So he, he got stuck with what he had. Rob Van Dam coming to the ring now. Never liked him. It's like they're on a runway. Let's keep talking about their clothes. Rob Van Dam wearing a wrestling singlet that has been airbrushed as usual. He was another one, though, that, that put a lot of 
time and money into his stuff. Like he had different stuff, like uh, Rey Mysterio. Mm. He had like different. Yeah, he did. Still didn't like him. Recently, though, he's been like in the I same thing over and over. Cock. <laughs> I S C. I S C. So Rob Van Dam is going to be one of the uh, the first not, or he is the first not to be put into a pod and enter the game. Jacket. What are you trying to figure out? Why Ric Flair's there? Because that's his manager. I watch or I listened to a uh, a recent podcast. They're reviewing <laughs> one of the episodes of Raw, and it was whenever Steve Austin was the one of the general managers of Raw. And he gives Triple H an ultimatum and tells him, you're going to face a former, I'll let you pick, but you're going to face a former world champion tonight. And your choices are Kevin Nash, Shawn Michaels, Chris Jericho, and I can't remember who the other one was. But he said, I can face any world champion of, of any time. And yeah. He said, well, tonight I'm going to face Ric Flair. It went down as, as it's known as um, a night in Charlotte, or one night in Charlotte, but... Uh, Oh, like a night in Paris? The porn? Uh, yes, but backwards because as we've discussed before on the show that Triple H was known as the game and Ric Flair was known as the dirtiest player in the game so ipso facto domino Cheerios Legos He was doing Triple H in the butt No Yep Backwards Nope Because Ric Flair is the dirtiest player in the game He likes it dirty He likes it in the butt <laughs> Poopy I don't know why I just said poopy. I don't either. Probably because this is my sixth drink of the day. Oh, I'm going to have to call an Uber. A.K.A. Mom. <laughs> we could watch The Mandalorian after this. Yeah. On the big screen. I have a big screen. <clears throat> Bobby. Whoa. Quit burping on the microphone. What? <laughs> Nigga. Unless we finish it, please. That's not racist. That's a oh my god! Total comment. Don't, don't. I've already got to edit your daughter's name out. Nah, leave it in. Okay. There's a billion Madisons. Um. Though she doesn't always listen to the show, I would like to uh, give a congratulations on behalf of HEWP for another listener who has coronavirus gotten a house. Mm. I'm eating an olive and it's good. You're dripping shit everywhere. I'm dripping it in the jar. Calm your tits. Yeah. I, I don't care. It's not my library. But here's how I know I've had six of the truly Team. slash white claws because I still have a dip in my mouth and I ate something and that never happens. Gross. So Triple H and RVD are starting this match up. Oh, face buster! That leads up to the spine buster, which leads up to the pedigree. Oh, fuck, we're going straight to the pedigree. Nope. God bless oh, Arkansas. Ah, that hurt me just seeing it. So one of the things about this match that's come out over the years, this being the first one the guys really didn't know, 
in years that have followed, anytime they've haven't had an elimination chamber match, the usually the night before, the uh, or earlier in the day, whenever they do the run through of bringing it down and making sure it secures in place, the participants are allowed to go and examine, and that structure is so unforgiving. Like Triple H is taking face bumps into those chains right now. He just busted a door open. The ref's going to have to fix it. But um, it's very unforgiving. So there's no mats outside the ring. Whenever you get thrown out of the ring, you're going to land on metal. I'm not even going to shit you and say, the steel, blah, 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 whatever the fuck I'm going to say. It, it, I mean, whether it's aluminum, whether it's steel, whether it's whatever, it's metal. And it's going to hurt. Cut your shit, boy. You knew it was coming. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> see if we got any other questions this week. I want to say we had a couple things come in. I can't remember. Oh, I'd like to give a shout out to my stalker because he's the one that broke the news to me about Becky Lynch. So, BC Stalker, good job. Always love it whenever you send me news. So, I don't get a shout out for not. Whenever you linked me on Google News, you stole all of my news. Like, it, not, the news quit coming to me. I didn't do anything. Who are you calling? Peanut. Ha <laughs> She's not going to answer. Nope. I don't blame her. Like you. Yep, that's the only person I know. <laughs> um, uh, super fan Billy Bob. I want to give a shout out to him because he sent in a pick this week. No. Because of the uh, the Rona, he has been growing his beard out. Oh. And he is now looking like Arn Anderson. Okay. He does. I think he looks like Arn Anderson. And of course, I sent him my picture <laughs> of me wearing my bandana at work. Everyone's been giving me crap because I don't wear a, a, a regular face mask. I've been wearing a bandana, and so I look like a bandit. To which he replied, that's not Tully Blanchard. And I told him, I said, well, I am bald and have a goatee, so. Like Tully Blanchard. Oh. Yeah, if you wear a bandana like that and you put a coffee filter in it, it's better than, unless you have an M95 mask, it, that's yeah. the best thing. Hmm. I'm looking through Aaron the Red's stuff he sent me and seeing if I can find um, the match he wanted us to watch, because he wanted us to watch the match, which yeah. I mentioned earlier. But Why is Triple H already bleeding? Because Triple H... Is fucking awesome. And yes. he's a student of classic wrestling. And he knows we're going to get some blood. And we're going to do badass. Because he knows how, how strong it makes him look like. I can look weak. But I'm going to outlast all these motherfuckers. Right. And look even stronger. Alright. Jericho's in. Ooh. Not for long. <laughs> he's got kicked by RVD. 
RVD whips him off the ropes, and Jericho sees that coming and hits him with the kick. I'm terrible at calling matches. So, it's like Aaron, I'm having an orgasm. Aaron the Red has finally been able to check out some AEW. And his com- he saw the Casino Battle Royal. So that show was freaking nuts. I never expected I'd see a drag queen, a dinosaur, and a guy with no legs in a match together. A guy with no legs. Oh, he's talking about the dude I hate? I don't know. Who do you hate? The little tiny person. Marco Stone? Yeah. He's got legs. Well, who... who? I don't know. I was like, I'm going to have to go back and watch this match because okay. I don't know. I don't know. Now this match is all over the place. RVD. By God, King! Jericho. Oh, they're mouth kissing. Oh, not for long. Triple H just took out RVD with a clothesline from hell. Looks like he's going to pass out from the blood loss. He's now set down on his bum. On his coccyx. On his coccyx. Coccyx. Sir. RVD is using this whole structure to his advantage. That's why he was an early favorite. He just jumped and landed on Kick the chain. Kick him in the dick. Kick him in the dick. Kick him in the dick. So we already covered that Oscar's the champ. Yes. Um, <laughs> so our last episode, we were asked a question about what promotion or brand we would go for and what kind of storylines we might have. Mm-hmm. And you threw the question back on Aaron the Red. What would you do? Is what you'd ask him. So he's it. responded to answer our question. He would go to NXT, partly because he thinks that uh, he'd do better there with the smaller names. Who? Aaron the Red. He would do better there? Yeah. Like out of all the brands or promotions, he would go to NXT because obviously no one knows who he is. So... They do better with small, smaller named people. And he says that he would feud with Velveteen Dream. Good luck, buddy. Going up to that chip status. Uh, for a while until Triple H starts putting us together for tag matches. <laughs> Eventually, we would win the NXT tag team titles. Guess what their, guess what their tag name is? Because he's Aaron the Red. And he's with Velveteen Dream. Red Velvet. Yes! How fucking awesome is that? Good job. Good job. That is awesome. I'm trying to get into NXT now. Now that DX is going to show up, I'm I'm trying to branch out. I can't get into AEW. I'm trying. I do love what's uh, Hikaru Shinra. What? I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Well, that's cool. It's good. I like her. Hikaru Shira from AEW? Yeah. I'm trying to get into AEW. I just... I can't find anybody to grasp onto. Aside from Finn Balor, I know he's not AEW. He's... Right. But I would say for you, in, in AEW, like if I had to assign you, like, hey, here's your guy, I would say the Murder Hawk. 
I, I he's like got the him. black and the red. He's a big dude. Yeah. He's got a cool look. He's managed by Jake the Snake Roberts. He's picking people apart. Um, and a lot of the guys that I like from there, like Hangman Adam Page or Kenny Omega, I was already following them from New Japan. <coughs> and so whenever I heard that AEW was coming out and they were going to have the Young Bucks and Chris Jericho and Cody Rhodes and all these people, I was focused on Hangman Adam Page. Yeah. So you're... I just don't have anybody to root for. Just well, you know, t- I almost did it again. Um, <laughs> out of all the people that are on AEW, the people that you know have either changed their gimmick, yeah, that are complete. Like so, Dustin Rhodes, he's no longer Gold Dust. Um, you don't like Matt Hardy. You like Chris Jericho Y two J, but you don't like him as uh, nope La Champion. Um, Cody Rhodes was after your time. So, I mean, John Moxley would be another one you could get behind because I think he fits your style. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, hardcore and and such. But um, <laughs> but because he was Seth Rollins, I can't see you uh, getting behind him. Oh, Booker T. Spin a Rooney! Spin a Rooney! Booker T and RVD going to stare each other down. I'm ECW. I'm WCW. See, like, I'm like the Jets and the Sharks. I'm working my way up to... I'm going to start with NXT. Ooh, RVD has laid the... Fogo! I just, I don't like RVD's moves because some of the moves that he has to do is just take so much time. Like, if you're going to hold my leg and swing over and you're not going to do it fast enough, then I'm going to pull my leg down. Yeah, it's too telegraphed. Yes. That, yes. And Kane's still in a chamber. Shawn Michaels is still in a chamber. Triple H is taking a powder. That's probably me. Oh, Triple H is back in against Booker T. I wish the two of them would have had a, a bigger... Because whenever Booker T came over from WCW after the fold, he was pretty much like the last champ. And in that time frame, unfortunately, you had Austin oh. and The Rock, which were considered the big champs, but I think... Triple H was the big name player in waiting. I thought Booker T never won the championship. Won the WCW championship. He won the the WWE championship too. Hmm. Okay. I was reading something. Uh, they were doing an interview with Booker T. He's talking about how he never won the championship. RVD is going to the top of one of the chambers. The bubbles. Standing over Triple H. Oh, he's going all Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Ooh, Rey Mysterio would be good in a match like this. Yep. Has he ever done one? Okay. I want to take a minute right now. Okay. So he just landed on Triple H, and he rolled over and grabbed his knee. He botched the move. He just drove his knee into Triple H's face. Or, I mean, in his throat. Uh, Triple H actually suffered 
a larynx injury here. Yeah, got a replay. So while Triple H is selling, I would say he's selling at about 50%. The other 50% is, fuck, I'm hurt. He can't breathe right now. The ref checked on him, and he's like, get back to the match. Because Triple H puts business before his own health. Consummate professional. Mm -hmm. Now i got a cover on RVD by Booker T. And he's out. RVD's gone. He just married the sexiest woman alive. Um, I married the sexiest woman alive. Good save. Good save. <laughs> she doesn't listen. Man. Oh, Triple H got his foot up on the ring rope. She listens sometimes. I ever listen to segments. Oh, there's Chris Jericho. He's back. For a minute, I thought he'd been eliminated and I missed something. Ooh, that kick to the back. Look at hurt. I do like those pants, though. His pantaloons? Pantaloons. Fuck, they're still not out of the bubble? Nope, Sean's still in a bubble. Kane's still in a bubble. Oh, that's not good. We saw the last episode. Kane being the last one in. Not a good thing. So I'm going for Kane. Jericho Bulldog to the book. That was a good Bulldog. I know, he's got the best running Bulldog. Oh, Lance, oh. Oh, missed it. And this is before the Coburger. Booker T hits him with an Alabama slammer. Jericho's like, fuck, I just got a concussion. Where's Naraki? Test my brain. We're getting to that part of the show where my chair's pissing me off with this fucking noise. How about me calling the lion's fault, though? Look, I've already come to terms with the fact that you know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> so we're just gonna go right over that. <laughs> I don't know anything. Alright, we've got a new entrant coming in. Is it gonna be Kane or is it gonna be HBK? You already know. No, I don't. I haven't seen this match in 18 years. Kane is in! Oh, fuck. Bye, Booker. Bye, Jericho. <laughs> Bye, Booker. Yeah, Bye, Jericho. He's just going back and forth. And Jericho off the ropes. Kane going to hit him with a big back body drop. Now he's going after Booker T with a hard right. Slamming Booker T into the turnbuckle. I saw a choke slam coming, but what? And this is the Big Red Machine era. Yeah. Oh, God. And it, <laughs> he just throws Jericho out of the ring into the metal floor. Da -na 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 -na. His music was pretty consistent. Now he just lawn darted Jericho into the <laughs> side of the elimination chamber. Lawn darted. I like that. <laughs> lawn darted. Oh, we just threw Jericho through the elimination chamber. Crashed through the plexiglass and everything. Through the bubble. <laughs> you get back in there for five minutes. <laughs> I hate to burst your bubble. <laughs> so oh, he's, no. He's turned his attention to Triple H. <laughs> We've got two refs checking on Jericho. Booker T is now back on his feet as Triple H goes down. Mayor Jacobs is going to town. He could run for president right now. I'd vote for him over anybody else we have. Me too. I thought Jericho was bleeding for a minute and then I remembered the tips of his hair were dyed red. 
Do you know for a while he wore a, a wig? Who? Jericho. I don't know how it didn't fly off, but... Oh, oh! Jericho gave Booker T the low blow. Now Kane's going to hit him with the... Choke slam! Iconic. Triple H, stay down. What are you doing? Roll out. Powder. Powder. He did, but Kane's following. Yeah. Jericho... <laughs> Moonsault! With... Lion salt. Ah, same thing. Run the noodle salt. Manitoba melee salt. Oh, he's out. Or he's out. And Earl Ref Hudner. saying, get out. Yeah, Earl Hudner's... Get out. Letting him know. He's rolling him like a fucking enchilada. You know what? In the match now, boy. Earl Hudner's got a funny accent. Oh, Jericho's... Jericho's Jer busted open. Oh, you're getting into it now. I can tell. <laughs> I'm like a shark. Love the blood. You ever get your wings? Okay. You ever get your wings? Wings? Yeah. What do you mean? You ever go down on a chick and then she surprisingly got her period and you ended up with blood on your face? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? I'm a real man. I don't care. He's got wings. <laughs> he oh. wishes it was Stacy Keebler. Hell yeah, I'd get a straw and just... <laughs> God, shut the fuck up. Oh, that's it. <laughs> See you next week, folks. <laughs> oh, my God. Yay, I broke the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Last week was fuzzies. Or furries. <laughs> fuzzies. I like fuzzies better. Call them fuzzies from now on. <laughs> Kane's just taking Jericho to task He's going for the suplex and slam He's covering Jericho For the one Two Jericho kicks out So we still have Jericho, Kane, Trip And Shawn Michaels hasn't even come out yet Oh Kane totally missed that You know what would have made this match better? Undertaker Brock Lesnar No Fuck that guy Yes I was going to say Barack Obama, but <laughs> Lesnar came out. <laughs> Barack Obama. Oh, you were the president? No. I'm the love child between Brock Lesnar and Barack Obama. <laughs> Let me get my wife. Michelle, am I, can I smoke anymore? I know. I anymore. can totally hear Michelle's interview. You know what she sounds like? Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Well, cigarettes are going to kill you. Gives the White House a bad reputation. From now on, you're going to be on a regiment of training, saying your prayers, taking your vitamins. <laughs> now we're going to hear from the Vice President, Joe Biden. He's Oh, yeah. <laughs> freak out, freak out, freak out. <laughs> Shawn Michaels is now out of his bubble. Of <laughs> the closet. <laughs> He is... Okay. He's at like 100%. All these guys oh. have been in here. Kane just ran him over with the clothesline. But let's think about it. The match has been going on for a while now. And Michaels has just been standing around. He's full of cardio. He's got a flying elbow off the ropes into Kane. I hope the mask took all the, the brunt of that hit. Kane's never not at 100%. Unless he's facing The Undertaker. Oh, that's different. That's brotherly love. No, that would be. Ah, 
love you. I gotta stop setting you up like that. Yep. God damn, he oversold that. <laughs> well, that's like his Ric Flair spot. Yeah. Earl Hebner's just walking around like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing around here, baby. Oh, no. Kane no. choking the shit out of Jericho now. Sean's like, are we still doing this? Is this still a thing? Where is Triple H? Is my hair still in? Oh, you're going for a ride. Choke slam to Michaels by Kane. There's Triple H. And now he's getting a choke slam. You get a choke slam. And you get a choke slam. Everybody's getting choke slams. Jericho oh, off no. the top rope <laughs> right into a choke slam. Yeah, and this is Kane's heyday, huh? And now fire just needs to come out of all the ring posts. Yeah. And out of his penis. That's <laughs> his new finishing move. <laughs> Fire dick. Trying to set up Triple H for Tombstone. Oh! Shawn Michaels hits Kane with a super kick. Super kick! Everybody's laying down, taking a powder. Powder time. Pow it's powder time! Kane! <laughs> Triple H, Shawn Michaels. Yes. Oh, Triple H is going for the pedigree on Kane. Yes! And he refuses to cover. Dumbass. <laughs> Jericho's like, what do I do? Lion Salt. Lion Salt onto Kane. So that's two finishers to Kane. Is it enough to take him out? One, two, three. Hits! Kane is out of the match. I can't believe this. We've got Jericho, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels. Michael's going after Jericho next. Jericho's like trying as hard Ugh. as he can not to just smile. I always wanted to face you. Because at this time, Jericho's been with the company. He has not been in the ring with Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels was out. Oh, wow. So this is like their first. Oh, they're going to mouth kiss. They're going to touch tips. Ooh. Jericho sending Michaels right into the chains. Listeners, right in if y'all want to touch tips. No, don't. Oh man, um, one of the casts I listen to, one of their their sponsors is Manscape. Yeah, the you know shaving your junk thing. Yeah, and they keep having their listeners send them before and after pictures. I'll do that. <laughs> Fucking sponsor us. I don't give a shit. I'll show you before, after. Triple H and Jericho are now double teaming. In between. Shawn Michaels making him the lucky Pierre while both men are the only two bleeding. While I'm masturbating. Lucky Pierre. Hard. Soft. And stroking! Hey! I told you. No, he's trying to make him bleed. Yeah. Chip. Whoa, what? Three, four, five. Six punches from the game. Jericho off the ropes with a knee to Michael's back. Oh, he's, oh, he's got the shaky leg. Shaky leg, shaky leg. Time to run it off. <laughs> I was catching your dog earlier. He kept doing that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, you're in the rock. <laughs> <laughs> the road dog, if you will. Getting the crazy legs. 
Now, Triple H has thrown Michaels out of the ring. I would think that it'd be Trip and uh, Y2J, but they're going to keep double-teaming the Shawn Michaels in his first match back. Now, Triple H is dragging Michaels' face all along the chain. Not really. Yeah, why are they doing the DP? <laughs> <laughs> because Michaels is the biggest threat to them right now because Ooh. he is... He's got a lot of energy because he was just sitting in... He's the last man in. He's got all that energy. they got to run him down, bring him down to their level. Okay, what year is this? 2002. Where... Why? Go ahead. Why what? I don't know. I don't understand why Triple H is... This was after DX. Like, DX has already been disbanded. Triple H is his own man now. So he's got no loyalty to Shawn Michaels in the ring. But they're best friends. In real life, but not here. I don't like this. Oh, Shawn Michaels is now busted open. I don't like this at all. Oh, God, do not like this. <laughs> you know what I like? AIDS. Truly, with a hint of grapefruit. Ugh, you can have all those. That's fucking gross. This doesn't actually taste like grapefruit. But it does. <laughs> I but the uh, the White Claw grapefruit just tastes like orange. Yeah. I like the White Claw grapefruit. I don't like the Truly grapefruit. All right, good. We agree. But it was free, and I'll drink it anyway. I can only do that after a certain point. <laughs> How are you now? Huh? Good, and you? Here's a clothesline. Pull your finger out of your ass. For all the listeners who don't know... You need to watch Letter Kenny. Just gonna recommend it. Jericho fighting and he hits Shawn Michaels with a back body drop on the metal. I can't even steel. It's not well, it's not the the floor. They're steel grates. Well, but yes. But it's not the floor. Like you oh, he knocked him out of the ring and sent sent him to the floor. It's like uh it's all the same level. I don't like this. I don't like this. Triple H is the champ. He's got to retain the belt. And if your friend's in there, you're going to give it your all. Look, if they put you and I in a match, I love you, buddy. But I'm going to stomp a mud hole in you and walk it dry to keep my title. And see. Oh, kept oh, up. Kept up. I'd be, I'd be different. Running Bulldog from Jericho. I would just walk in the ring, lay down. Go ahead, pin me. That'd be boring. Well, I'm a true fan. Well... I like friend. Fan. <laughs> You're a fan of mine? Yay! I've got one out there. Oh, Jericho tried to cover Michaels, and Michaels kicked out. Jericho's pissed about it. Well, look at all the things Michaels already done. He's already beat The Undertaker. He's already beat... No, he hadn't beat The Undertaker at this point. Oh. Well, I mean, he had, but he it wasn't at a WrestleMania. This is... I just said... I didn't... Oh, cover him. One, two, three. Oh, Jericho kicked out of it. Barely. Oh, Jericho's about to put Jericho. Oh. The walls of Jericho. Sorry. Michaels is trying to put Jericho in the walls of Jericho. And he's got it. He's got it. He's got it in the modified Boston Crab. And Triple H says, nope, I'm going to fuck you up. <sighs> Did you pick this or did a fan pick this? You picked this! 
I have never picked anything we've ever you watched. You picked it last week. You said, I want to see a match with Jericho and Michaels. And mm. I said, I have Survivor Series 2002. And you said, do it. Uh, and it just turned out that it was the Elimination Chamber number one pay-per-view. But hey, Jericho and Triple H are now fighting each other. So that's something. Yeah. Ooh, Triple H just hit him with a vicious clothesline. Took Jericho off his feet. Into the ropes. Counter. Face Buster. Face Buster. Eins. One. Spry. Two. Dry. The thing that's interesting about this match is that Triple H is the champ. And there's five other competitors. Triple H has everything to lose. You've got five other people that have everything to gain. So he's essentially... Pedigree. Nope. Reverse ah! Damn into it. the walls. Into the walls. If he can get him to tap, then we know we're getting a new champ. It's going to be Jericho or Michaels. No! I believe they're weak like Jon Snow's wall. <laughs> Quack. Man, I got to pee again already. I shouldn't have broke the seal so soon. I hate your fucking chair. Get to the ropes. You hate my chair? I do. Do you hate it more than that rug you used to have to be on? Uh, it's where it belongs. Oh, super kick! Cover Jericho. One, Uno, two, tres. three. Y2J is Jericho. out of this match. Now we are just looking at Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Now we're in a scenario that Bobby E. hates because he loves both performers, so he doesn't want to boo the other one, which I love this scenario because I can cheer for either one, and whoever wins, I'm happy. Either Triple H can retain or Shawn Michaels can take the belt. Bobby, quit burping. I have to go with Triple H. I have to go Shawn Michaels. Because you've seen it. Like 18 years ago, I'm just saying, this is his return match. He, oh, Spine Spinebuster. Buster. But he's got the Dutch boy haircut, the brown pants. Like, let's give him something. Let's give him a title at least. I mean, you're getting mad like we bet money on this shit. No, I'm getting mad because I don't like to see this. I don't like to see it either, but it, it happens. Ooh! Oh, stupid. Yeah, oh! That was stupid as well. No, what? Shut your face! He went off of the steel mat, over the rope, onto the steel grate. <laughs> <laughs> over the steel ropes, onto the steel grate. <laughs> It'd be awesome to see uh, Triple H do the the tune up. Oh, tune up the man! <laughs> yeah. the kit. I don't think he could get his leg that high. Uh oh, Triple H. Was whipped into the chains. You oh, Sean Michaels better. is going for the pedigree. Onto the steel Great. floor. They're greats. Still a floor. Uh oh. Triple nope. H says nope. Oh no. Oh, he's gonna, gonna slingshot him into the oh into the other <laughs> bubble. Sean Michaels burst in a bubble with his face.
I don't think I've ever gotten so much into a match. <laughs> and we've watched a lot of matches. At least three. Sean looks dead. Oh, he's getting up there in age. <sighs> God, you're just bored with it all. No, I gotta pee. I'm trying to think not to pee. Don't pee yourself. Don't pee yourself. Well, go pee. I'll entertain No, I'm not doing that twice to our listeners in one time. I will. You will. I won't. That's the difference. I care about our fans. You don't. No, I'm trying to lose listeners. And these Irish fuckers keep joining? No, I hope they I hope they get up to 10, 10%. You want a revolution. That's what you're trying to do. Revolution! <laughs> They're going to bomb us with potatoes. <laughs> Good. I love potatoes. You can eat potatoes at every fucking meal. Uno. Boil Uno. them. Mash them. Stick them in a stew. All right, Forrest Gump. That was Samwise Gamgee. You take it back right now. Nope. You sounded like that. Yeah, you don't have enough. <laughs> I checked pre-game. <laughs> you had like three pieces of candy in there. <laughs> I got the lid, too. <laughs> Triple H telling him, get the fuck up. Get up. Look, here's the thing. They're best friends, but they respect each other. I get that. Oh. Look, if you and I entered the ring and you laid down, no. I would... You ever do that to me? We're not <laughs> friends. <laughs> what, grab you by the dick? To pull yourself up? No. <laughs> well, he's overselling. As <coughs> only Shawn Michaels can oversell. Yeah. Ooh! Triple H just took a hard right. Potato, 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 fried potatoes, boiled potatoes, mashed potatoes. Guinness. Potatoes of gratin. Guinness potatoes. Ooh, face, face buster. buster! Damn, that was a good one, too. That was a good one. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you and I entered the ring and you just laid down so that you could win, I would pull out a gun and shoot you right there. Tits. Because fuck you. I want you to fight for that championship. Because I want you to have that championship as much as I want me to have that championship. I'd get in the ring. Pull out a white claw. <laughs> you'd be like the Sandman, but instead of Miller Lights hitting yourself in the forehead, you'd get out a white claw can. I'd stroke the can. And stroke it! I stroke it to the east. I stroke it to the west. I stroke it to the woman that I love the best. I mean, stroking. I'd pick up that plexiglass and start hitting people. Eh. I'd pick up that steel grate. It's bolted down. How do you know? Are you a fucking structural engineer now? Yes. Oh, great. That's what you've been doing? Pun intended? No. You said great. We're talking about the greats. <laughs> <laughs> Still great. I'm caveman. Still great. All I'm hearing is your chair now. Oh, you gotta fix both chairs. Nope. Michaels is now up on the top turnbuckle and he is climbing to the top of the bubble. Bubba. Bubba. Are we going to get an elbow here? Elbow drop to Triple H. Hit him in the arm, not in the chest, where you want to hit your opponent. Yeah, that looked like it hurt. 
really bad. Well, you got to remember Triple H has, has that crushed larynx from RVD like a million years ago in this match. That's why he hit him in the arm instead of the chest. Props to Triple H for fighting through all that. Michaels is trying to figure out what the hell else can I do? Fix your fucking hair. How about that? The only way he can fix his hair is to grow it out longer. Or shave it. And put it in a ponytail. Ponytail. Oh, no. He's tuning up the band. Tuning the band. Get up, Triple H. I can't kick you in the face if you lay down. <laughs> I'll just stay down. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him to you and then roll him up for a small package. Super kick. Oh, Triple H caught it. Pedigree. 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 Please. Yes. <laughs> Oh, that was sideways. Yeah, he did. That didn't look right. Well, his face was already hurting from all the blood. He didn't want to take a... He didn't want to... Oh, both men are down. <laughs> the ref's like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. I'll just... Huh? Do you have a splinter from the steel? Oh, I guess steel didn't give you splinters. Yeah, you can get splinters from steel. One. Two. Kick out. What is this? Coming to the ring now? It's El Hot Dog. El Hot Dog is coming to the elimination chamber. Sergeant Taco and Toe, son of a bitch. We're going to have a DX reunion of DX taking on the Midnight Food Truck Express rocking. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Triple H going for the pedigree again. Oh, it's got... Shawn Michaels counters. He counters. El Hot Dog jerking off in the corner. Shawn Michaels get the super kick. Cover. One, two, three. Shawn Michaels is your new world heavyweight champion. I'm coming. <laughs> uh, that was the best I could do. He <laughs> threw me on the spot. <laughs> Oh, that's good. I'm happy. Fucking Shawn Michaels. <laughs> I love him so much. <coughs> it's the hair that fucked me up. Yeah, confetti going everywhere. Look, if I was in a in a, in a long wrestling match and I'm <laughs> bloody and I'm sweaty, the last thing I want is fucking confetti. Because then it's going to stick to me. Yeah, it's like an instant band-aid. <laughs> Once again. Sean Michaels is celebrating his boyhood dream of becoming the world heavyweight champion. I wish his boyhood dream was being on this fucking podcast. Dude, I would shit myself. Gross. We're never going to get anybody. <laughs> that talks like this. Fucking get somebody on the show. Hi, I'm Mark. Do you want? Oh shit! <laughs> do you want someone on the show? Yeah. Why? Am I not good enough for you? Am no. I not enough? <laughs> we need somebody better than me. <laughs> no, you're perfect. No, you're the best fucking co-host I could have <laughs> hoped or prayed for. 
<laughs> okay, okay. Let's let's put this in perspective. Okay, uh, don't interrupt. Don't interrupt. Let okay. me make my point. All right, go ahead. Whenever you sent me a text and you said, "I might not be able to make the podcast this week because of work," uh, immediately, I thought of. Like three or four different people that I could say, hey, if you're not doing something, come do the podcast. And they're knowledgeable. Hmm. And it would be okay. But it's not you, man. <laughs> it's not you. Here's the thing. I did. I had a guest co-host for an episode. I did a bonus episode of Texas Wrestlers. It was Texas Wrestlers Part 2. Check it out. It's in the Library of Awesomeness. One-Eyed Jack. I love One-Eyed Jack. He's one of my yeah. oldest, dearest friends. But it didn't mesh the same because we both have the knowledge. And it just was like... Touching tips? Yes. I need your sweet hole, man. I don't need to touch tips with you. I need to put it in your hole. No. Nothing in yours is going to any of my holes. (laughs) Alright, well, that was the pay-per-view. Oh, is that over? Yep. In totem, what did you think? Oh, it was great. It was good. It was a good one, huh? So next week we're going to be looking at some uh, tits. Some tits. No, 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 no. I am. Yes, you will. Furry tits. Small ones. <laughs> Small ones. Small furry tits. Yeah. Well, the tits are furry. Okay. Do you know anything about this? Furries? Yes. Let's not talk about it anymore. Because I don't fucking get it. It doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. It does. No! You've never wanted to fuck a Pikachu? No! Pika, Pika? Yeah. Pika, too? Pika. Pika! <laughs> no. That's no, when you no, no, slip no, no, it no. in the wrong hole. Whoa, no, 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 no. We're going to be looking at some World War matches. Yes, NXT did some, but we're going to be looking at some Jim Crockett promotion slash NWA slash... WCW, we're, we're talking about Road Warriors. We're talking about Nikita Koloff. We're talking about Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair, Four Horsemen. What Blood <laughs> fucking everywhere. Everyone gets their period on their face in this match. That's what we're going to be talking about. That's what, what we're going to be looking at. We're going to be watching, we'll probably watch like one or two because the matches do run long, but I'll be giving you some history of the match. We're going to be talking about how the concept came together, why it was even uh, invented, why even have a match that's this brutal at that time. I mean, it's not a barbed wire match, it's not a barbed wire and a bat match, it's not a thumbtack match, it's not a hell in a cell, it's not an elimination chamber. But all in all, for the time these matches came out, they were fucking brutal, they were bloody. You had real fucking brawlers in there showing what they could do. What do you think? I don't know what you're talking about. You're going to know next week, son, because I want to throw some fucking learning on you. Okay. All right. I'm excited. I'm excited too. What do I have to do? Nothing. Yes. What did you have to do this week? Stay awake. What did I tell you you were going to have to do this week? Uh, Research gay wrestlers. That's right. Openly homosexual wrestlers. I told him that was the topic this week. And what did I tell you? I'm out. (laughs) So, speaking of being out, we are at our time limit for the week. Fans, thank you so much for joining us. I've had a fucking blast talking to you this week. The pay-per-view was awesome. The news was great. Hopefully we'll have another week of great news. Please, listeners, send us your questions. Get the word out there. If we can get our listenership up, I'm going to shoot somebody, a random winner, a uh, gift certificate to Pro Wrestling Tees. They've got the merch. I'm happy with what they sent me. 
order from them. It'll be great. But until next time, hijinks ensues wrestling podcast, the H-E-W-P, the hoop, the ring, the squared circle. Tits! Uh-huh. And giggles. You fuck. <laughs>